You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. You are listening to us here on ESPN Louisville, but if you would like to watch tonight's game, it is available for you on the Bleacher Report app and the BR Football YouTube channel. Visit usopencup.com for the full schedule of U.S. Open Cup action and links to watch more games. I'm Jeff Milby. Casey Whitfield is alongside, and she has her keys to tonight's game. So tonight, Lou City has to be technical in the final third. We have to make sure that we're being technical and capitalizing on our opportunities when we get in and around that goal. We've struggled with converting our opportunities, and tonight we probably won't get as many chances as we had in previous games. So we have to make sure that when we do get those chances, we're technical and we put them into the back of the net. Next, discipline defensively. Tonight, it's going to be a defensive battle. I talked earlier how it's going to be kind of like a chess match between these two teams. So we have to make sure that we're staying disciplined in our shape and tracking our marks to make sure we're not giving FC Cincinnati any good looks on goal. And then finally, enjoy the moment. This is going to be a fun game, not only for the fans, but for the players as well. It's reigniting the rivalry between these two teams, so it's going to be intense. We have to make sure we're enjoying this moment, but staying focused on the task at hand so we can come away with the W and move on to the next round. I should mention, I failed to mention while giving the starting lineups, one player's name, Joey Apanonu, is a defender for FC Cincinnati tonight, number three. He has yet to play for the senior team as well. He's made four starts for FC Cincinnati, two, a 21-year-old out of Toledo, Ohio, on a Generation Adidas contract with FC Cincinnati. That's a a roster designation for players uh, that are young but highly promising. So he gets the start tonight as well for FC Cincinnati. The two teams are on the field here at TQL Stadium. And again, a light crowd by Cincinnati standards, 7,000 or so on hand tonight, most of them on the far side of the stadium in both the lower and upper deck. The Bailey, which is the standing room uh, fan supporters section behind the goal to our left, is, I would say, about 40%, 50%. I'll, I'll give it actually a little more than that. Maybe 60% full right now. Certainly there is some space, but it is a strong group of fans behind the goal that Louisville City will be attacking in this first half. Lou City on the road tonight wearing their white road uniforms, white shirts, shorts, and socks with purple and black numerals and trim. Again, moving from right to left in the first half. Cincinnati moving from left to right. They will be attacking a goal with no fans behind it in this configuration of TQL Stadium tonight. They are wearing blue from head to to toe. It's called the River Kit in homage to the Ohio River. And perhaps that's fitting tonight for what fans have dubbed the Dirty River Derby, but certainly the blue kits look a little cleaner than the name of this rivalry would imply. Again, blue from head to toe for Cincinnati with white numerals and trim, and they are moving from left to right. It'll be Louisville's ball from the opening kickoff this evening. Cameron Lancaster stands over it for Lou City. The Lou City bench just beneath us from where we are sitting in the press box tonight. Danny Cruz and company sitting on that front row of seats, elbows on their knees, anxiously anticipating the start of this game. Cincinnati's bench about 20 yards to the left of Louisville City's bench. Pat Noonan is their head coach. They have a star-studded coaching staff with Pat Noonan, Dominic Kinnear, and Kenny Arena, the son of 
U.S. national team, former U.S. national team coach Bruce Arena. We are underway. Loose City with the opening possession from the kickoff. They have it at midfield on the left side with Dylan Maris. He'll now switch it to the right side. At the midfield stripe is Manny Perez. He drops it off backward to Sean Tosh. And Cincinnati pressing a little bit. Tosh goes long. Down the far sideline, Elijah Winder getting the start tonight in that number 10 spot, chasing it. He cannot catch up to it, and it is behind, past the inline. A goal kick to Alec Can again starting tonight for FC Cincinnati. His first appearance for the senior team wearing neon green in goal for the hosts. Kyle Morton opposite him on the other end of the field in bright blue, or I beg your pardon, bright orange, which fits right in with the orange and blue of FC Cincinnati. So he looks like he is... He's wearing the right colors, but he's playing for the wrong team tonight. Kyle Morton in goal for Louisville City. Can kicks it with his left foot from the goal kick past midfield on the right side. Baji with a header for Cincinnati. Looking for his teammate there, Ordonez, and it's out for a throw to Cincinnati. Last touch by Lou City. It'll come from the near side, the Cincinnati right. Alvis Powell, the Jamaican international, will take the throw. He plays it along the back line. Here's Apanona. One of the youngsters, number three, the right center back. He plays it long down the near sideline towards Powell, who made a long run forward, but Oscar Jimenez is there to shield him away from the ball. It's past the end line, a goal kick here to Louisville City. Very nicely dealt with there by Oscar Jimenez. He timed that well, and he positioned himself well in front of the attacking player to make sure that the attacking player was not going to get on the end of it. I think had that ball maybe stayed in play or had the attacking player got onto it, it would have been called a foul because he took... Jimenez out and the referee recognized that but it was from about the same distance of where the goal kick would be so I I think it's a good decision not to give that one of the pairings that I'm really interested to watch today is Cameron Lancaster and Elijah Winder. Lancaster is very good at holding the ball up and one thing Winder does very well is he moves off the ball and gets in behind that back line so I'm expecting to see a little hold up play from Lancaster to allow Elijah Winder to run in behind. After the goal kick, it's with Louisville City on the near side there left with Enoch Mushagalusa. Plays it backward to West Sharpie, starting as the left center back tonight for the boys in purple, again wearing white on the road. It's in the penalty area for Lou City with Sean Tosh under some pressure. He goes long toward midfield, a flicked on header from Winder towards Lancaster, headed back his way by a Cincinnati player, claimed in the midfield by Dylan Maris, goes to the ground to try and keep it alive, but he loses out. Maybe a chance for Cincinnati here. They've got it in a promising position. It's Ordonez on his right foot in the penalty area. He goes down, no foul call. The referee does not even make a motion towards him, and Lou City takes over. Here comes Elijah Winder, bombing down the right side. He's into the attacking half. And he's shoved off the ball. Loose City fans shouting for a foul from the far corner, but no foul given. And the ball is with Cincinnati now along their back line with Nick Hagland. And I kind of thought that one was a little bit of a foul, but it looks like the referee is going to let them play today, which I'm totally okay with as long as you're consistent in your calls. Cincinnati in the attack. Down the right side, Powell, the ball on the ground into the box. Well read by Wes Sharpie as he picks it off the ground. Plays it forward to Dylan Maris. Further forward to Elijah Winder. Turns nicely onto his right foot. Plays it down the far side to Manny Perez. A great overlapping run. He's into the attacking half here, Manny Perez. Defended for Cincinnati by Isaiah Foster. He drops it off backward to Rasmus Tlefson. Now in the middle is Carl. Carlos Mogel Jr., one of the playoff heroes last year who has grown into a bigger role this season, the youngster of the Academy product. It's now Oscar Jimenez, a veteran for Louisville City, along the left side, playing it left back tonight. To Mogel trying to return the ball back to Jimenez. It's a turnover. Here comes Dominic Baji for FC Cincinnati, the MLS veteran. Baji on his left foot. He'll aim from 20 yards, and it's just wide. 
Kyle Morton dove to his left, but he had that post covered, and it was about two yards wide of Morton's left stick off the left foot of Dominic Baji there for FC Cincinnati, a goal kick to Louisville. And just a little shaky there from Oscar Jimenez, not being very technical with his passing ability there. We know that he's better than that. I'm wondering if there's a little bit of nerves going on in some of these players. This is a really big stage. This stadium is absolutely massive, and so it can be a little bit intimidating to come into this sort of environment. Lucity just has to settle into this game. Saw Mogel kind of put his arms down, put his hands down, saying, calm it down, calm it down. They have to settle into this match. Yeah, I think to your point, Casey, as FC Cincinnati has the ball along their back line, this will be the nicest stadium Lucity could, could ever play in. This stadium uh, is phenomenal. 25,000 seats. Again, most of them empty tonight, but a solid crowd of 7,000 or so has shown up, including a couple of hundred Louisville City fans on the far side. Here comes Cincinnati forward. They've got it with Ordonez on the inside left. He drops it off all the way backward to the back line. That's where Isaiah Foster has lined up. In fact, that's Ian Murphy now, number 32, playing as a left center back. Plays it to Apanona. Now to the right side, Nick Hagland still in the Cincinnati half. He plays it long forward to the center forward, Baji. But Baji came from an offside position. And so it'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City in the middle of the field in their defensive half. They take it quickly on the ground. Tosh to Mogel. Now Wes Sharpie. We've played five minutes in this U.S. Open Cup third-round game. It is 0-0 between Lou City and Cincinnati. Dylan Maris, ball over the top towards Cameron Lancaster on the left side. And he was in an offside position. The flag goes up immediately, and so it is a free kick to Cincinnati on the other end of the field, just outside of their penalty area, a little bit to the right. Both back lines being very disciplined with holding that high line. That can work really well, but the forwards just have to catch on to that and recognize how they time their runs. Maybe instead of running straight forward onto the ball, try to bend your run a little bit so that way when you break through that back line, you're going full speed and you're able to stay on sides while also getting that advantage. For what it's worth, Casey, it looks to me like Cincinnati is playing a back five. They've got three center backs, Hagland, Joey Apononu, and then it's Ian Murphy. The left wing back tonight is Isaiah Foster, one of the youngsters, and then the right wing back is Alvis Powell, one of the veterans, an MLS veteran, longtime Portland Timber, before making his way to Cincinnati. So it looks like it's a back five to me tonight for Cincinnati. Louisville City in their typical 4-3-3. And Lou City nearly with a turnover here, but Jimenez for Cincinnati steps in. Here's a chance for Ordonez. He's in behind, steps around Kyle Morton. The goal is open, but Tosh fights in with a tremendous challenge to block the shot. Ball still loose with Jimenez of Cincinnati. And now finally a foul is called, and it'll give a fifth third free kick to Louisville City. But my goodness, what an effort from Sean Tosh. It was clearly going to be a goal. Ordonez just dribbled right around Kyle Morton. But what a recovery from Tosh to make that block and deny Cincinnati the opening goal tonight. The minute Morton got cut, I my heart stopped because Tosh was at least two or three steps behind Ordonez at that point. So the recovery run that he made to be able to slide in and save that was absolutely phenomenal. And that needs to be on some sort of highlight reel somewhere because that was great. Archimedes Ordonez, the player who had the chance, a 19-year-old again from Fort Thomas just across the river in Kentucky. His third appearance of the season. He's played just 56 minutes so far for the senior Cincinnati team and had an opportunity to open his account there were it not for Sean Tosh, one of the best defenders in the USL, putting it on display on this MLS stage tonight. And what a key intervention that was just under seven minutes into the game when that play took place. We are seven minutes and 27 seconds and counting upward right now. Cincinnati a long ball forward, but it's 
recovered by Louisville City. It's Oscar Jimenez, the left back tonight, plays it backward to Kyle Morton, who stands near the penalty spot in his own penalty area. Now gives it up to Tosh, the player we were just talking about. No real pressure right now for Cincinnati, so Tosh with time. Plays it on the ground forward to Maris. Now further forward to Elijah Winder. Wide right, Carlos Mogel playing like a right back right now. Plays it to Maris in the midfield. Louisville City playing in their defensive half right now. Finally, Maris just turns and kicks it forward, and he finds Cameron Lancaster. He lays it off to Elijah Winder and Lucidi with a decent-looking attack here. They play it wide left to Oscar Jimenez. They're in the Cincinnati half. Now Enoch Mushagalusa backwards to Jimenez on the near sideline, just in front of the Cincinnati bench. Into the middle to Rasmus Tlufson. Long spell of possession right now for Lou City, and the first time they've really been able to knock the ball around and play their game, again, on a picture-perfect surface tonight. So you'd imagine that Lou City can play their possession style tonight with great effectiveness when they do have the ball. They've got it still in the center circle with Tosh, dribbles forward into the attacking half, turns and drops it off backward to West Sharpie. But again, Casey, as Louisville City just knocks it around here, this surface is perfect, so it's going to play right into the hands of the preferred style of Louisville City. There's going to be no excuse as to the bad surface, bad bounds. It's absolutely perfect out there, so it does play into their favor. Ball into the box from Oscar Jimenez was cut out by a defender for FC Cincinnati. They send it long. Ordonez, the player who nearly scored a moment ago, has it, trying to hold the ball up, but he's taken off of it by Carlos Mogel. A great challenge from the youngster, the midfielder. Back with Louisville City. Rasmus Tlefson on the inside right, still in the attacking half. Tried to play it back to Dylan Maris. It was cut out by Cincinnati for a moment, but once again recovered by Carlos Mogel in the midfield. And Lucidi continues this lengthy period of play where they have the ball. It's Tosh. Now Maris playing where a right back would typically play in the attacking half right now. Plays it forward to Musha Galusu, who's shown up on the right side. A couple of runners overlapping. One of them is Elijah Winder. Actually, that's Manny Perez. Drops it off back with Musha Galusu. Some free-flowing stuff for Louisville City. Musha Galusu's pass, though. Intercepted by Cincinnati. Now the hosts try and break, but it's once again broken up by Sean Tosh. He has the final touch as it goes out of play up past the far sideline at the midfield stripe. It'll be a throw to Cincinnati from the far side there left. I love the interchange, though, between the front three players. That was something that I kind of got on them in the first few matches because they were all staying in their lanes. They were It was very vertical and it was very easy to mark but it looks like they're trying to interchange quite a bit more with Mushigalusa making that run. You're seeing Tullifson pinch in a little bit more inside which is also going to open up that channel for Manny Perez to be able to come forward. So I like the interchange between the front three players. It makes it more difficult to guard them and it's also going to be able to create more opportunities for other players. So far in this game, we have just passed the 10-minute mark. Alvis Powell in his penalty area clears it up ahead, and Louisville City will take over in possession once again. Louisville City with 55% of the ball in these early stages, just one-ninth of the way through tonight's game. And again, the only chance for either team was that chance for Ordonez that Tosh was able to snuff out in the seventh minute of the game. It's all the way back to Kyle Morton. He has to hit it long in the face of pressure. And it's headed there by a Cincinnati player, but recovered in the midfield by Louisville City. Lancaster over to Winder. Back to Lancaster. He's all alone at the top of the formation. Tried to go it alone against the young player for Cincinnati, Apononu. And Cincinnati wins the ball back. It's now with Nick Haglund, the right center back, a Cincinnati native who played at Xavier collegiately. Now playing for his hometown's professional team, as he has for the last few years. A beloved figure around here, as you would imagine. Long ball from Carlos Mogel. Top of the formation now is Rasmus Tlufson, but he lost out on the header. 
Bouncing in the midfield now, Carlos Mogel will track it down. And Louisville City once again retains possession. It's been uh, everything going Louisville City's way since that early chance, Casey. They've really been able to grow into the game and calm things down, and they've had the ball at their feet for a little while now. It almost took that really stressful moment to kind of take the nerves away from them, it seems, because they've really settled into it. They've been able to move the ball around back and forth quite a bit. It's just finding that last penetrating pass that they're really missing, that last little bit. It just hasn't been sharp enough. It's been a little bit off, and so cleaning up the final transition into the final third is really what's going to open up those opportunities for them. Louisville still knocking the ball around. It's on the left side now with Musha Galusa. They're in the Cincinnati half. Ball to the box and a decent one flicked on from Lancaster. Saved by Can. Still with Lancaster. A back heel is over the bar. Oh, what a chance that was for Louisville City to jump on top here on the road against MLS opposition. A terrific searching ball in behind the back line. Lancaster was first to it. Got it on target. Can made the save. The second effort, he tried to hit it with his back heel. Just couldn't get it under the bar. And it's a goal kick to Cincinnati. There is a great chance for Louisville City right there. And that's what you get with a player like Lancaster. Just those cheeky little plays where you don't expect him to be able to get any sort of shot off in that situation. And here he comes out with a cheeky back heel. I mean, it was a chance out of nothing, and I, I love that opportunity there for Lancaster. He had a little bit of movement off that center back, and that's what opened up the space. Lucid, he has to continue to see if they can find him when he's able to create those pockets of space because he's so dangerous in that 18. And that was a phenomenal ball as well, just over that back line. And Cameron Lancaster, between two center backs, was able to make the first reaction to it. It was Musha Galusa that put the ball in. So we've had two clear-cut chances for both teams inside the opening 13 minutes. And this game is playing out relatively openly like we might thought or like we thought it might have. Blue City wins the ball here in their defensive half as Cincinnati really struggling right now to hold possession and knock the ball around. Again, this is a young, changed lineup for Cincinnati. Their big stars, just about all of them, are out of the lineup. And it's a mixture of youngsters with a few veterans sprinkled in tonight. So this is a team that has not been able to gel. They've not likely played much together. And Louisville City, the more experienced team, clearly on the field right now. And I think that experience showing a little bit here, Casey, though. They turn it over here. Dylan Maris hustled off the ball. Cincinnati with a chance to break. It's Baji in the middle of the field. Over to the right side. Here's Ordonez back into the middle. That is Angulo. Back to Baji. Tolufsen coming over. And now Louisville City with numbers behind the ball. And Cincinnati will knock it around. The way that you see how the, the, the difference between the veteran and the youth is in the transition moments where Blue City looks very disciplined in transition moments. They're attacking as a team. They get set in their shape quickly, whereas Cincinnati looks a little more frantic in those moments. They're not as organized, a little more sporadic, and that's the difference right now between these two. Ball into the box from the left side or the right side of Cincinnati. Powell cleared away by Blue City. Powell trying for the ball a second time, but Oscar Jimenez steps in to win the ball, and here comes Blue City forward, maybe with an opportunity to break, though they do slow it down here with Rasmus Tlufsen who's dropped back into a deep midfield position from his white right wing spot and it does seem to be a very fluid formation tonight for Louisville City Casey we've seen Musha Galusa uh, typically a left winger show up on the right side there Tlufsen dropping into the midfield this uh, this attacking group for Lucity right now seems to have a lot of fluidity that's what I like to see though because that's what makes teams so dynamic is when they're capable of doing this here's Tlufsen top of the D right side Manny Perez in the box he goes for goal it's saved by Can with his leg it's into the Bailey the standing room section behind his goal and it will be a Vi-Fi corner kick 
for Louisville City, and it'll come just past the 15-minute mark in this 0-0 game. It has been entertaining so far, and Louisville City with a decent opportunity there. Manny Perez from the right side from a difficult angle, hit it low and hard on the ground. Can stuck out a leg, descended behind, and it's a Wi-Fi corner from the far side to the right. And it's the movement that allowed that opportunity to happen because Tlufson comes on the inside, makes that run in the middle. It opened up the space for Perez to be able to come into. That's why that fluidity up top is so important. In swinger off the left foot of Jimenez, flicked on uh, to Lancaster. He hits it on the bounce, and it's well wide over the bar. Tried to hit it on the half volley there, Cameron Lancaster. We know he's capable of the spectacular like that. But that time couldn't keep it down, couldn't keep it on target at the back post after the ball was flicked on toward him. It's a goal kick here to Cincinnati. And those are the type of goals that are so unbelievably difficult to do. But when you strike it right, it is one of the most beautiful finishes you'll ever see. And so you got to credit Lancaster for taking it because, like you said, he is perfectly capable of scoring that goal. We've played a quarter of an hour. Actually now 16 minutes in full have gone by in this game. And right now, Louisville City very much holding their own with the MLS team in this U.S. Open Cup game. Louisville City, in fact, with 63% of possession so far. The ball has been very much with the team wearing white tonight on the road. Right now, it's with Cincinnati in their defensive penalty area with their goalkeeper, Alec Can. He touches the ball forward with his left foot looking for an option. Sends it long down the middle of the field. Ordonia is making a run, but Sharpie there for a header to Mogel. Now back wide left to Jimenez. Can he keep it in play? He can't. So it'll be a throw here to Cincinnati in their attacking half. Just outside of the Louisville box on the near side, the Cincinnati right. And just a little bit of a heavy pass out wide there by Mogel. It's it's not the wrong pass. It's just the weight was a little bit off in that situation. So Jimenez wasn't able to get to it. But immediately Lucid, he gets set in their shape. And you can see they got their lines. They are organized. And they're ready for the attack from Cincinnati. It's along the back line with Cincinnati with Apononu. Again, the 21-year-old from Toledo, Ohio, making his first senior appearance for Cincinnati in this game. On the left side, Isaiah Foster, another youngster, making his first senior appearance. He has the ball go out off of an opponent's feet. It'll be a throw to Cincinnati from the far side. Their left just a yard past the midfield line into the Louisville City half. The throw is taken backward. It is now with Murphy, and he goes all the way backward to Can, the goalkeeper. Again, a 32-year-old, one of the veterans in this lineup out of Decatur, Georgia. He spent time in Major League Soccer, also spent some time in the USL with St. Louis, with the Charlotte Independents. Uh, most notably, most recently, five years with Atlanta United of Major League Soccer and also Atlanta United 2 of the USL. Here's Lou City on the ball in the center circle with Rasmus Tolufsen backward to Tosh in the defensive half. Now forward into the attacking half on the far side. The right is Manny Perez, the right back. Dribbles in field. Drops it off backwards to Tosh, the right center back. Plays it across the field on the ground to the left center back, Wes Sharpie. As Lou City just pokes and prods right now against this Cincinnati defensive formation. It's all the way back to Kyle Morton, the goalkeeper. Not wearing that cap tonight, which we see him wear so often because of the concussion issues he suffered. So no cap this evening for Kyle Morton. Now it's Carlos Mogel, again showing up almost in a fullback spot. This time the left-back spot. Plays it back to Wes Sharpie. He sends it long over the top. No one making that particular run. And I beg your pardon, Apononu will let it roll into the penalty area before he turns and brings it forward. Plays it forward to another youngster in the lineup, Steven Jimenez, a 15-year-old, making... A professional appearance tonight for FC Cincinnati as a deep-lying 
a number six, a deep-lying midfielder. Here comes Cincinnati in the attack, though. Dominic Baji, an MLS veteran, has it on the right side, just outside of the Louisville box. Into the middle of the field, Marco Angulo. Back wide right to Baji. Blue City's numbers dropping back now behind the ball, finally, after a little period where there was an opening, perhaps, for FC Cincinnati. They'll knock the ball around the back. It's in, in the center circle with Apononu. Plays it wide left now to the far side. That is where uh, Foster had it, but he turns it over. In the midfield, Sean Tosh bringing it forward. He's tripped up, and it is a foul against FC Cincinnati. And a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive half just to the right of the center circle. 19 minutes on the clock and counting upward in a 0-0 game in this U.S. Open Cup tie. Sean Tosh has looked really confident in the back there. He typically does in most games, but you just really see a different kind of swagger about him today. He is the captain on the field for the team. And just the way that he's presented himself so far in this game, I think, has kind of calmed his team down, has leveled them and allowed them to grow in this game. Throw to Lou City here just in front of the Cincinnati bench and Pat Noonan, again, the head coach for them in his second season. He's been a serial winner everywhere he's been as a player. Three U.S. Open Cup championships for him. One with the New England Revolution and two with the Seattle Sounders toward the end of his career. So he knows success in this tournament as a player, hoping to turn that experience into success as a head coach of FC Cincinnati. It's now out for a Cincinnati throw, and they play it backward along their back line. It's Nick Haglund, the right of the three center backs tonight in this what appears to be back five for FC Cincinnati. Forward to Dominic Baji, who's dropping deep. They're still in the defensive half Cincinnati. Now Haglund veering forward, weaving his way forward, but can't find any room. Plays it wide right to Powell. His pass toward Angulo in in Angulo, rather, intercepted by West Sharpie. And here comes Lou City, top of the box. Rasmus Tolufsen. Lancaster, first time hit in a bouncing ball, will spin into the arms of Alec Can, and that'll be a comfortable save for the Cincinnati goalkeeper. I love how quickly, though, they transition from West Sharpie intercepting that pass. He read it so well to getting forward to Lufson, able to find Lancaster there. Lancaster didn't really get the best contact on that shot, so it wasn't extremely threatening. If you're shooting the ball from that sort of distance, it's going to have to have quite a bit of power on, and the placement's going to have to be perfect. So just a l- needs to be a little bit better from Lancaster. You can dive deeper into the thrills and drama of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, this tournament we are broadcasting to you tonight. You can stay up to date and join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Open Cup and on Facebook at Official Open Cup. Louisville City possession right now with Kyle Morton. He's in his penalty area. A couple of players for Cincinnati standing nearby but not pressuring him immediately. He sends it long looking for maybe Dylan Maris, but it's well over his head and taken down by the FC Cincinnati back line. Again, a very back-and-forth, entertaining, evenly played game. Loose City, though, with the advantage in possession, 57%. Here's a ball in the box from Alvis Powell, deflected by a Louisville City player, and that will go past the inline. Kyle Morton could not keep it in play, and so we will have our first corner kick of the day for Cincinnati. We've had one 5-5 corner for Loose City. This is the first corner of the day for the hosts, FC Cincinnati. It'll come from the near side, their right. It's going to be the first really big test that Loose City has had to have as a whole defensively. Cincinnati... Most of their play has really been right in front of the 18-yard box when they're attacking as a group. They haven't been able to break down necessarily the back line except for a few over-the-top balls. So it's going to be a big test in the defensive shape of Blue City. It'll be Isaiah Foster to take it from the near side with his left foot. It'll be an in-swinger standing over the ball. Here it comes. High into the air to the six-yard box and an easy catch for Kyle Morton, the Louisville City goalkeeper. Morton not really challenged at all with that one. Surprised that there wasn't a single FC Cincinnati player in that area trying to go for the ball. Either the ball was completely mishit or the runs were off. Regardless, a good, easy save for Morton. And even with just 7,000, you can hear the noise they can make tonight here in TQL Stadium. Lou City in the attack. 
A ball in from Manny Perez, and it's just wide by Cameron Lancaster. Oh, my goodness, he's so close once again. Lancaster has been inches away from opening the scoring tonight on two different occasions. This time, a good ball to him from Manny Perez from the right side. He hit it first time with his right foot and just missed the post by an inch. And Alec Can did not touch it, so it's out for a goal kick here to Cincinnati. What a run, though, from Manny Perez, almost making the entire distance of the field there, carrying the ball, showing off of his speed. And Lancaster makes a great run to that near post. He almost just overruns it ever so slightly, and because of that, he wasn't able to get his hips completely around it to get it back on target there. But a great quick transition for Louisville City, catching FC Cincinnati on their heels. Again, Louisville City would be a very big underdog tonight. They are a very big underdog tonight because they're playing at an MLS team. But Cincinnati has fielded an inexperienced lineup with a number of youngsters, including a 15-year-old. And Lucity has looked the more experienced team and very likely right now to pull an upset on the road at FC Cincinnati. They've had a number of really terrific chances. That one was maybe the best of them so far. Here comes Lucity again. Wide right side in the attacking half. Tolufsen to Dylan Maris on the right side. Back to Tolufsen wide right. Looking for a cross. Instead tried to dribble past a player. But great defensive work there by Isaiah Foster to stick out a leg and win the ball. But he turns it over back to Lou City. Still on the right side. Still in the attacking half. They play it into the middle now. Carlos Mogel. And backward into the center circle with West Sharpie the left center back. He dribbles forward. On the ground. Musha Galusa inside left. Wide left now. Oscar Jimenez as Lou City continues to move the ball around nicely on this wonderful surface at TQL Stadium. A diagonal from Dylan Maris from center to right. Out to Tlufsen. Ball across into the penalty area. Intercepted there by Ian Murphy and he clears it away for Cincinnati into the Louisville defensive half. Sharpie there to retrieve it. He's got Baji on his back and Baji's going to win the ball. Here's a chance for Cincinnati. Baji into the Louisville box. On his left foot. His shot is blocked by Tosh. It's behind. It'll be a corner kick for Cincinnati from the far side, the left. And Wes Sharpie there just dallied on the ball for a moment. Gave Baji a look. He took the ball away and generated a chance. And this is Wes Sharpie's first start of the season, I believe, and really his first big appearance. We saw him a little bit last match, but this is his first moment, so he doesn't really have as much in-game experience as the other players. Yes, he's a very veteran player, but he's still getting into the rhythm of playing, and that was that was a very poor mistake there from Wes Sharpie, one he won't make again. But again, Sean Tosh coming in big and blocking that shot. He has been a true leader out there. The corner for Sensi from the far side there left. Malik Pinto takes it high into the air, and in swinger off his right foot towards the top of the six-yard box, headed away by a Louisville City player. Hagland was the target. Back with Cincinnati. It's Murphy on the far side. Hits it high into the air with his left foot, and that cross is nowhere near anyone in blue tonight for Cincinnati. It's high into the air and behind the end line, and it'll be a goal kick to Louisville. That'll end the threat for Cincinnati. But again, Casey, we are seeing an open game. Chances for both teams on either end. It has been even. It has been open. It has been entertaining. This has been a fun one so far. It has been a really fun one. And what's really exciting is the, the opportunities aren't really coming necessarily right now from the build-up play. It's coming from the quick transitions that both teams are having when they turn teams over, when they turn the other team over. And so I would like to be able to see Lucity be able to create something from their build-up play using that passing, using their good possession to be able to create something offensively instead of just looking to attack off of transition. Louisville had the ball at the back trying to build out of the back. They draw a foul. It's a fifth-third free kick to the boys in purple. We are in the 27th minute. 26 minutes played in this first half. It is 0-0 between Lou City and FC Cincinnati in this U.S. Open Cup third-round game. A 
matchup between Major League Soccer and the USL. One of the beauties of this event every single year. It provides opportunities like this. Here's another mistake, though, from West Sharpie for Louisville. He had it at the back, played it to the left side towards where he thought his left back was. But Oscar Jimenez was well forward, and it's out for a throw to Cincinnati. They played along their back line. Cameron Lancaster comes in with some pressure. He's got the ball. He's in behind. Outside the box, tries to chip the goalkeeper, and it's wide. Oh, once again, Lancaster can't get it down on target. He did all the hard work there, coming up with pressure, winning the ball off of one of these inexperienced young defenders for Cincinnati. The goalkeeper came out off his line. Lancaster had to try and chip him, just couldn't put that chip in the back of the net. It's wide. It's a goal kick to Cincinnati. And you know what? I'm going to disagree with you there. I don't think he had to chip it there. I think Lancaster wanted to go for the spectacular in that moment because that's the type of player that he is. He goes for the big moment, and I really disagree with what he did there. As a forward, you got to go with what you know, and that would be a simple pass in the goal. I think if he uses the inside of his right foot, bends it around Cam there to that back post, it's in the back of the net. It's a, it's a technical finish. It's one you do all the time. It's one he's probably scored a hundreds of goals with I think you go with what you know instead of trying to do some sort of spectacular so a little disappointed in Lancaster with that one but again to, to give him the positive credit he did, the all, pressure. did all the hard work he, built, yeah. he did all of the hard work and then couldn't really put the icing on it yeah. but again Blue City has had their opportunities in this game they are certainly not second best on the field right now even though they are the lower division team They've got the more experienced lineup out there right now, and that has shown several times in this game. Lancaster, though, here with an errant pass as he tried to hit it long to switch fields as he dropped deep, tried to play it wide right to Manny Perez. It was overhit over Manny's head, and it's out for a throw to Cincinnati on the far side, their left in their attacking half, the Louisville defensive half. And Cincinnati has to be a little bit thankful right now, Casey, that they're not behind maybe even a couple of goals because Lancaster's had now three really high-quality chances. Manny Perez also with a shot on goal that was saved by Can. Louisville has been knocking on the door tonight. In my opinion, it should be 2-0 right now. I think of those chances, there are two of them that should have been goals. And so I think FC Cincinnati is going to be very pleased if they're able to hold on for the next oh, 15 minutes or so into halftime, and it's still level at this one. Ball is out for Cincinnati throw. They've got it along their back line right now. If you're listening to us here on ESPN Louisville, you can also watch tonight's U.S. Open Cup game. It is on the Bleacher Report app and the BR Football YouTube channel. Visit usopencup.com for the full schedule of U.S. Open Cup action and links where you can watch more games. It is a 0-0 game right now at TQL Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. Blue City playing on the road tonight looking to pull a cup set. There was one last night, as we mentioned in the pregame. Monterey Bay, a team that Louisville City beat once this season. Early on out in California, defeated the San Jose Earthquakes 1-0 last night. That was a home game for Monterey Bay. Every other game in which an MLS team faced lower division opposition, the MLS team won last night. So that's the only upset so far in this tournament. Blue City wins the ball back. Sean Toshi having a terrific game tonight. He just won the ball away from Dominic Baggi on the right side of the Louisville penalty area. Lucidity now trying to get themselves out of trouble under pressure. Manny Perez plays it long, easily won back by Cincinnati. Here's maybe a chance for the hosts. It's Pinto in the middle of the field to Ordonez. The flag goes up. Ordonez puts it in the back of the net, but it will not count. The flag is up, and Ramirez Ordonez denied earlier on a clear-cut opportunity by Sean Tosh, who slid in to block his shot, is here, denied by the offside flag, and Casey Whitfield, I think a good call. Yeah, it was a really, really tight call, but the referee definitely made the correct decision. I think in the last minute, Wes Sharpie took a step forward, or maybe it was Jimenez, one of the back players took a step forward and forced 
Ordonez to be offsides. Ordonez back was at that player, so he didn't see that the defender had stepped forward, so he fully thought he was onsides. Very tight call, but the right call from the referee. After that offside flag, a fifth-third free kick for Louisville City. They played it forward, won a foul on a second successive fifth-third free kick. They've got it now in the attacking half. Cameron Lancaster wide left, Musha Galusa dribbling in towards the penalty area. Drops it off backward to Oscar Jimenez. It's been crisp tonight from Louisville City, I have to say. They've been impressive when they've had the ball. Just a couple of mistakes, maybe from West Sharpie, you could argue, have really been the only things you can argue with right now for Louisville City, the way they performed tonight. Still in the attacking half. On the inside left, Mogel. Inside left, Jimenez. Wide left now, Musha Galusa looking in toward the box. Cuts it over to his right foot, drops it off backward to Oscar Jimenez. Patient stuff right now from Louisville City. Jimenez tried to play it long. It was deflected by Pinto, and the referee's going to stop play because Pinto took that one in the face. So he's going to allow the training staff for Cincinnati to come on to check on Malik Pinto, a 20-year-old out of Durham, North Carolina. And this is certainly the right thing to see, Casey, because head injuries are something you never want to play around with. So the play has been stopped with the ball in play with 31 and a half minutes gone by in this first half because Pinto is injured. Gives Louisville City, though, an opportunity to come to the near side and huddle up for a moment, get a water break, and maybe get a little coaching here from Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach. He's chatting with Elijah Winder right now. Yeah, head injuries are definitely something that I take very, very seriously due to my past with, you know, head injuries and how it ended my career. So I'm definitely a pro proponent for for stopping the game, for assessing the player, because that's in the best interest of the player. And so many times these players want to continue on and it's not the right decision. But what this does allow, like you said, is it gives Danny Cruz a second to have a have a word with his team, have a moment, be able to get them organized in these final 10 minutes or so, see if they can break through because they've been knocking at the door this entire half. Malik Pinto is the injured player. Again, a 20-year-old out of North Carolina by way of Princeton University. He is an FC Cincinnati Academy product and is signed with this team through 2024. He started their most recent game, a victory over Portland here on Saturday. He starts for the second successive game. He has played in now six games across all competitions with two starts as yet to register a goal or an assist in his Cincinnati career. He has been helped off the field and looks ready to check back in as soon as the referee allows him. And to restart play here, the referee will give a dropped ball to Louisville City on the left side. Oscar Jimenez plays it backward to West Sharpie, and we are back underway. Just about two minutes or so went by for that break, so look for that to be added on at the end of this first half. We're in the 34th minute now, 33 minutes and change and counting upward in a 0-0 game between Lou City and FC Cincinnati. Chances for both teams. Lou City arguably could be ahead by a couple of goals right now the way they've played. Oscar Jimenez on the left, miss hits the pass, and he knew it immediately. Look to the sky after that ball went out of play in frustration. It'll, it's a, it'll be a throw here to FC Cincinnati on the near side. They're right just at midfield in front of their bench. And I think Louisville City will be a little disappointed if they aren't able to get one before half. Lancaster in particular, because he's been knocking at the door so much, he's done so well up top. His movement has been very good. He's been creating things. He's been working off the ball. And so I think he's going to be a little bit disappointed if he isn't able to find one this half. Long ball from Cincinnati to West Sharpie. He clears it up off the body of Alvis Powell. And it's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the left. And actually the referee called a handball there against Powell. So it'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Just a few yards in for the near sideline in their defensive half. And to that point, Casey, we talked about it in the pregame. You're coming on the road against an MLS team where you are an underdog. Lou City has 
really played to the script tonight so far. They've come out. They've been the aggressor. They've been the better team, I think you can say, to this point in the game. But with nothing to show for it on the scoreboard, you feel like they just need to capitalize on a chance before halftime so that they can go into the break and really feel good about themselves. Because the longer this is 0-0, you know that FC Cincinnati's MLS quality may finally show later on in the game as the ball rolls past the Lou City in line. It'll be a goal kick here to Louisville. I mean, absolutely. If this game stays 0-0, you can imagine 50, 60, 65, 70-minute mark, you're going to kind of see, you know, FC Cincinnati starting players begin to make their way onto the field, and that's definitely going to add a little bit more pressure to Lou City, who will be trying to push forward to get that go-ahead goal as well. So they're going to have to try to find something here within that time to get a little cushion for when those players do come in. Foul here against Dominic Bonci of FC Cincinnati to the boos from again. It's certainly not a full house by any stretch, but they have been an invested and engaged 7,000 or so here at FC uh, at TQL Stadium. Foul goes against Bonci. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City as Maris drew the foul. And that free kick will come about five yards infield from the near sideline near the Louisville penalty area. So all the numbers will go forward, and Kyle Morton will come out of his box to send this long. With just under 10 minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this first half, we're looking for an opening goal. We've had chances for both teams. Certainly FC Cincinnati, we're praising Louisville City so much, and rightfully so. But Cincinnati's had a couple of chances, notably Ordonez, who dribbled around Kyle Morton in the opening minutes, seven minutes into the game. But Sean Tosh blocked him. Here comes Cincinnati again. They win a turnover in the attacking half. It's Ordonez again in the box now. As Lucity gets numbers behind, he checks it up backward and plays it backward to a teammate. That is the... That is Murphy, one of the defenders playing forward. He tries to play it on the ground to Angulo, intercepted there by Sean Tosh of Louisville City, and it's out for a Cincinnati throw on the far side there left. Sean Tosh has had a great game, I think, so far tonight, Casey. I couldn't agree more. I think this has been one of the best matches that we've seen Sean Tosh play, but Ardoniz for FC Cincinnati has been very pesky on that back line, kind of picking their pockets when they least expect it. He's one you're going to have to keep your eye on because he'll just kind of sneak up behind you like he did there on Manny Perez and just took the ball right away from him. We talk about players as Cincinnati puts the ball back in play. We talked about players maybe playing with a chip on their shoulder tonight at MLS, at the big league team. Some of these Louisville City guys that have been around for a long time, been at the USL level for a long time. Offside flag here against Cincinnati as Bonji got in behind. But it's an offside flag against him, a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Sean Tosh, a ninth-year professional. He's played his entire career at the USL level, over 200 appearances and over 160 appearances with Louisville City. He's the all-time leader for Louisville City in minutes. He's been with the team since 2017, was a member of both of the championship teams for Louisville City. But again, playing against the big league team, he's having maybe his best game of the season tonight. And I would imagine that motivation is there on the side of Sean Tosh, trying to show his worth against a club that never gave him the opportunity, against a league that never gave him an opportunity. That's the story for a number of the guys tonight for Louisville City. They've got the ball in the attack. Elijah Winder inside right, tries to play it wide right to Rasmus Tolufsen, just too far out in front. It's out for a throw to Cincinnati. Well, I don't know why Tolufsen didn't make the run there. I think it's the right ball from Winder trying to progress going forward. So why Tolufsen was hanging off so deep back really baffles me. I think they need to continue to push forward, use the momentum that they have. 37 minutes, 35 seconds, counting upward in a 0-0 game. Lucity with the ball in the attacking half. Wide right to Lufson. Fakes the cross. Plays it inside right to Manny Perez. Here's his cross across the face of goal. No one on the back post to attack it for Louisville City. The only player there is Alvis Powell for Cincinnati, and he'll watch it go past the near sideline. It'll be a throw to Louisville. They say it took a deflection on its way through that cross. 
So it's a throw to Louisville City in the attacking half. From the near side, there left. Jimenez takes it infield now to Dylan Maris. He's dribbling backward on the near side line. The loose City left. Plays it to midfield to West Sharpie, the left center back now in the center circle. Sean Tosh. Wide right on the ground is Manny Perez. They're moving backward here. He plays it all the way backward to Kyle Morton as Cincinnati comes up and presses. But again, Lou City has looked very composed on the ball for most of this game, save for a couple of mistakes by Sharpie. I would say they have looked very good on the ball, very good in possession. It's just coming to that, that final touch, the final pass. Maybe the runs are a bit off. Maybe the, the touch is a bit off. So it's just going to sharpen up that last little bit because they're doing so good in the buildup going forward that then it's just kind of falling apart once they get in that last bit. And the same story from Sean Tosh, I'll say for Cameron Lancaster. Sure, he hasn't scored. Sure, maybe he should have done better with a couple of chances. But he has been as active, as mobile, as energetic as I can remember seeing him for a long time. Again, battled injury most of last year and is back to full health now. But he is really working hard as that number nine. And you would imagine, again, a player that has been overlooked by the MLS all of his career since coming over to the United States from England. He's playing and he's had a big role tonight for Louisville City, an energetic role as well. Here's a foul against FC Cincinnati in our first booking of the evening. A World of Beer yellow card goes to the teenager, the 15-year-old Stephen Jimenez, for a foul against Lancaster, again with that activity. Lancaster dropping deep, trying to hold the ball up. Jimenez clipped him in the leg. Lancaster goes down. He's currently covering his face, and the referee will wave on Stuart Wright, the athletic trainer for Louisville City. But it's a World of Beer yellow card to FC Cincinnati's Stephen Wright here. And I think the players are trying to argue, saying that he came in with a little bit of studs up, and that's what they're trying to show him is, like, the cleat marks on Lancaster. You see Mogel standing over him. You see Sean Tosh there having a word with the referee, trying to explain to him, look, I think this is a little bit more vicious than, you know, what it led on to be. And it almost seems as if Jimenez for Cincinnati is safe to get away with the yellow card in that instance. If it was studs up, that should be a straight red card. Hopefully Lancaster is okay. It's just going to be a little bit of a bruise. Those don't feel good when you get hit with the cleats. I will say that much. But Shantosh definitely having a word with the referee, telling him, you know, make sure you're keeping your eye out for that. Watch this play. Like, I think it was, you, you, you know, it was a little more vicious than maybe what you thought it was. Standing up for his team, because like I said, he's the captain for tonight for Lou City. So Lancaster still on the ground as Stuart Wright gives him some treatment. We're in the 41st minute. Five minutes to go plus stoppage time in this first half in a 0-0 game. The 2023 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup continues over the coming weeks. The final, by the way, is in September. More exciting twists and turns are sure to come in the tournament. Tomorrow afternoon, you can watch on the Bleacher Report app or BR Football's YouTube channel at 2 o'clock in the afternoon as the remaining teams learn their fate in the round of 32 draws. That's coming up tomorrow afternoon, 2 o'clock, on the Bleacher Report app or the BR Football YouTube channel. The winner of tonight's game will learn who they will face in the next round in the round of 32 draw. Play resumes after Lancaster received the treatment. He remains on the field, and Louisville City has the ball after the fifth-third free kick. They've got it on the right side to Lufson. Inside right, Manny Perez. He also has had a good game so far, but Perez stepped on the ball. Showed too much of it to Cincinnati, and Steven Jimenez, the player that was just booked, comes up with the loose ball. Along the back line for Cincinnati, Isaiah Foster sends it long diagonally. It's headed by Oscar Jimenez for Louisville City at the midfield line. Down the near sideline, battling for possession. Musha Galusa with Alvis Powell. It's out of play. It'll be a throw to Cincinnati on the near side there right. And those types of play, it's funny because both players didn't know who the ball was supposed to go to. They were waiting on the referees. I don't know if the refs technically knew. As a player, you always want to make a run towards the ball because then you try to convince the referee if they're questioning, oh, well, it has to be their ball. They're going for it. And there, Mushigalusa just kind of walking back, and Oscar Jimenez pointed him saying, go get the ball, go get the ball, go get the ball to try to convince the referee to maybe call it in favor of them. 
Blue City's pressure, though, wins the ball back immediately from the throw. They forced a Cincinnati player to try and clip it long, and that pass goes out of play. So a throw to Louisville City now on the near side there, left in the attacking half. And with three minutes to go plus stoppage time, Blue City really might look to try and score here to cement the advantage that they've displayed in this first half. On the scoreboard as they said as they head into the halftime break. It's Tosh all the way backward to Morton, the goalkeeper standing in the D of his penalty area. He hits it long in the air looking for Manny Perez on the far side, but he overhits the pass. It's out of play over the advertising board. It'll be a throw to Cincinnati from the far side there left near midfield. And Lucity has looked to go more direct, especially on some of those set pieces out of the back. Previously, they looking to possess the ball a bit more, but I kind of like the direct style. Get the ball into their offensive half and then see if they can put the Cincinnati players under a little bit of pressure to win it back. Cincinnati along the back line with Nick Hagland. He sends it long on the inside right channel towards Ordonez. It's headed out by West Sharpie of Louisville City. It'll be a throw to Cincinnati at midfield on the, near, on the near side there. Right, Powell will take it. A long throw into the middle of the field to Pinto. He drops it off to Angulo, and Angulo plays it backward to the back line. This is Apanonu. Apanonu to the far side. His center back mate, that's Ian Murphy. Down the far sideline looking for Foster, but it's overhit on the ground. Manny Perez will recover it. He'll clip it forward and out of play. It's going to be a throw to Cincinnati on the far side there, left in their attacking half, the Louisville defensive half. This is just outside of the penalty area in the final third. And I will say in these last few minutes, Cincinnati has looked like they're starting to put a few more pieces together in this game. They begin to connect a few more passes, looking to get a little more confident on the ball, and that's not what Loose City really wants at all. So if you're a Loose City, you have to make sure you weather the storm, see if you can put together one more solid attack to kind of go in at halftime with the emotional advantage, maybe even get one in the back of the net to go in with a full advantage. 43 minutes, 45 seconds and counting upward as we work our way towards first half stoppage time in the 0-0 game between Cincinnati and Louisville. The hosts wearing blue tonight looking to come forward. They've got it with Baji in the middle of the field. Wide right to Powell, drops it off backward to Hagelin, still in the Louisville City half. Now into the center circle with Apanonu. Apanonu under pressure from Cameron Lancaster. Sends it on the ground to the right side, Alvis Powell. Nice turn from Powell. He's got time and space, dribbles forward on the right wing. He's got Baji out there for company, a sliding challenge from Mogel. Ball now falls to Baji. He'll play it backward to Hagelin, and Cincinnati will will recycle here. Lucity with everybody behind the ball right now. Lancaster up giving pressure to Apanonu. Ball into the air to the near side. Baji brings it down against Jimenez. Backward to Haglin once again. He's at midfield. Mushaglusa comes up for pressure. In the center circle now, Steven Jimenez. They work it from right to left. Jimenez to Murphy. Touches it across midfield. To Lufson up there for pressure. Now Foster, far sideline, deflected by Manny Perez of Louisville. A throw to Cincinnati on the far side there, left in their attacking half. Manny Perez is another one that has had a phenomenal first half so far. The work that he's done defensively has been very good, but then offensively he's been able to contribute so much, and I think it's because of the pairing of Tlufson on his side there. Tlufson pinches inside, and it opens up so much space for Perez. Ordonez for Cincinnati left wing, drops it off to Foster, back to Ordonez. He just dribbles right by Rasmus Tlufson, a nice flash from the youngster who again had a great scoring opportunity seven minutes in, but Sean Tosh denied him with a block. Lucity turns it over, Sharpie steps in to win the ball and then Elijah Winder is fouled tripped up about 15 yards from midfield as we have moved into stoppage time which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport the referee has added a minimum of three minutes to this first half so three minutes to go and I'm saying this out loud to you Casey Whitfield I wish we did this at Lynn Family Stadium there's a big three on the video board so everybody knows how much time is left in the first half I actually really like that because I feel like so many times we'll get talking and we'll miss seeing the ref hold up the numbers and it's hard to hear Lance over the the jumbotron over the fans and everything and so having that numbers up there is actually really nice so uh, take note 
Jonathan Lintner, if you happen to be listening, or anybody else with Louisville City, that's a good idea. I think we should adopt that at Lynn Family Stadium. Certainly makes it easier on us as broadcasters. We are about a minute into that three minutes of stoppage time. Lou City with the ball along their back line as they just patiently work it around right now. Maybe in final opportunity if they get it forward. Kyle Morton sends a long ball from the D of his penalty area, headed by Apononu. Now to Pinto in the midfield by Cincinnati. Here comes Cincinnati trying to score late. Deflected by Dylan Maris. Picked up by Manny Perez right side. Sean Tosh under pressure. Still on the ground to Maris. Manny Perez. Pinto steps in. Touches the ball. It's out for a throw to Louisville on the far side. The Louisville right in the defensive half. It's something to know. Lancaster, I believe that's... No, it's not Lancaster. I think it's Winder that has been down for quite some time at the top of the box. He's walking very slow, clutching his back there. Maybe took a nice knock in the back. I... Hopefully he can make it through to halftime, but I definitely think we'll see some changes then for Danny Cruz coming into the half, yeah, second half. Elijah Winder, the older brother of Josh Winder, the academy product, 20-year-old, native of Louisville. He's reigning in the game right now, but does appear to be the worst wear as he continues to clutch his back while he runs around. Cincinnati in possession. It's Nick Hagland in the center circle. Now Powell, the right back at midfield as he circles infield now with the ball at his feet dribbling into the center circle now to the far sideline. There is Murphy on the ground forward. Baji, he's onside, left side of the box. Crosses it across the face of goal. Just skips over the head of Angulo. Ordonez keeps it in play. Touchdown by Oscar Jimenez. It'll be a corner kick here to Cincinnati on the near side. They're right, and the hosts were nearly in there, and they will have the final opportunity of the half here. Really good ball into the box there from Baji, making that run down the left side. It's a one-time service, and he just gets it a little too high. I mean, like ever so slightly as high. If he can have that down a little bit, I think Angulo's going to have a goal there because all it would take would just be a touch to get that one on target, but a perfect service from Baji there. This will be the third corner of the night for Cincinnati. It will come from the near side. They're right once again. It'll be Foster to take it into the six-yard box. Caught by Kyle Morton, the Louisville goalkeeper, and he wants to work quickly on the ground to Rasmus Tolufsen. They've got numbers forward. Mushagalusa is behind on the right side as the numbers drop back now defensively for Cincinnati. It'll force Mushagalusa to slow up for Louisville City. Drops it off to Manny Perez in the attacking half. Dribbling across the field, now like a midfielder, the right back. Into the inside left with Maris, wide left, Oscar Jimenez in a position to cross into the box toward the penalty area. Headed away by Alvis Powell. There were three blue shirts there just in front of Cameron Lancaster, and that will be the final act of the first half. That clearance from Alvis Powell. It is Louisville City 0, FC Cincinnati 0, and a very evenly played first period of play in this U.S. Open Cup third round game. We will step aside. The Breeze Airways halftime report is to come. Again, coming to you live tonight from TQL Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. This is Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report, right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This Halftime Report is presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. At the half, it is scoreless. 0-0 between Louisville City and FC Cincinnati in this third-round game of the U.S. Open Cup. And again, to remind anyone listening, this is a do-or-die knockout round game. So if it is tied at the end of regulation, the end of the 90 minutes, we will have a 30-minute overtime period. And if it is still tied after that 30-minute overtime period, we will have a penalty kick shootout. But that's still a long way away, 45 minutes yet to play, 45 minutes to find a winner. 
and Casey Whitfield, I suspect we may find a winner the way that first half went. There were chances for both teams, great chances for Louisville City, namely Cameron Lancaster with a, a trio of clear-cut opportunities. And Cincinnati with a couple of really great chances as well, notably Ordonez in the opening seven minutes. It's been an open game. It's been a back-and-forth game. There have been chances for both sides, but I think it is fair to say that Louisville City was the better team in the first half. What do you think? I think overall, yes, Louisville City was the better team top to bottom. They created better opportunities. They looked better in possession. They looked solid defensively. They, Like I said earlier, it's about the transitions, and that shows how experienced Louisville City is compared to FC Cincinnati right now on the field. On the field, when the players of FC Cincinnati were transitioning from defense to offense, it was a little slow, a little sloppy, and they, they, defensively they weren't able to get set in their shape really quickly. Whereas on the other side, Louisville City was able to transition quickly as a unit. Defensively, the minute the ball turned over, they were getting set in their defensive shape, and that just goes to show the experience they have out there, the leadership that they have out there. And that's kind of been how this game has gone this leadership on louisville city has really been what has lifted them up what has pushed them through i do think we'll end up having a goal or two in regular time just the way this game has played out both teams creating really good chances i also think we'll see a couple of changes coming into the second half for potentially for both teams right both teams again are playing three games in a week louisville city has memphis coming up at the end of this week, and FC Cincinnati will return to MLS play uh, this weekend as well. So two teams that will need to work in their bench to keep their legs fresh and keep guys healthy and available and with minutes left in them for the weekend. But the statistics in halftime back up the idea, and back up the point that Louisville City was the better team. They had 56% of possession in the first half. That resulted in seven shots. Three of them were on target. Five of them were inside the box. Cincinnati had just three shots. Only one was on target. Two of them were inside the box. That does fail to mention the clear-cut clear cut chance that Archimedes Ordonez had in the seventh minute of the game were it not for a heroic effort by Sean Tosh. Surely that would have ended up in the back of the net because he dribbled right around Kyle Morton and had an open net in front of him. Um, so the quality of chances has been there. And so have the chances for both teams. In terms of corner kicks, three for Cincinnati, one for Louisville City. In terms of fouls, eight so far in the game, all of them called against Cincinnati. No fouls called against Louisville City, at least on the stat sheet. And I suppose that rings true in my memory. I can't remember a free kick for Cincinnati. We did have one world of beer yellow card. It was shown to a Cincinnati player, Stephen Jimenez, the 15-year-old that came in the 40th minute, that world of beer yellow card. Let's take a timeout. More to come on this Breeze Airways halftime report. Again, the score at the break at TQL Stadium in Cincinnati. It's Louisville City 0, Cincinnati 0 in the U.S. Open Cup. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back. It is the Breeze Airways Halftime Report here at TQL Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. 0-0 our score between Louisville City and FC Cincinnati. There's an opportunity. We are at a phenomenal stadium. It's an opportunity for you to head to another phenomenal stadium in a few days' time on Saturday night. Racing Louisville in action. It's a 7.30 kickoff. They face O.L. Reign, Megan Rapino, Rose Lavelle, Jess uh, Fishlock, so many stars on that team 
for Oil Rain. They are a very talented squad. And racing Louisville, a team that is still finding itself a little bit, coming off of a loss at Portland, one of the best teams in the league, the defending champions, Casey. Um, it was a loss that probably was expected, considering Portland's prowess, how good of a team they are. But there were moments, there were stretches, where racing Louisville looked like a good team. And again, despite them being winless, despite it being three ties and a loss so far for racing Louisville in this 2023 NWSL season, there are still tons of reasons, I think, for optimism. But it's going to be another difficult test Saturday night against a top-quality team. OL Rain is extremely good, but I... Honestly, the result at Portland, I expected a loss because Portland is so good. But the way I'm looking at it, the first goal happened in the first five minutes. Your team is the weakest in the five minutes on that, that tail end each half. So the first five minutes of the first half, the last five minutes of the first half, the first five minutes of the second half, and the last five minutes of the game. And we gave up goals in two of those most critical times. We gave up a goal in the second minute of the game. That's when Sinclair had her finish there, that trailing run, which just kind of losing those marks. And then we gave up a goal there in the 45 plus four, so the last five minutes of the game when Morgan Weaver scored. So I think that's what kind of gets me is in those critical moments, we let down. We weren't staying mentally tough. We weren't staying mentally engaged in those moments. But overall, to be able to hold Portland to a 2-0 score, to be able to have numerous opportunities to be able to score on them, to not allow them to score at all in the second half, I, I was very pleased with the overall performance from racing, and I thought it was a pretty positive one. I thought there was more positives to take away from the game than negatives. So I think going into this weekend against a team like OL Reign, using those positives, using the home field advantage, using the fans, the energy from them to kind of drive you through those rough patches that you've had so far, I think is what they need to do. But I am very excited for it to be able to watch racing play at home again and be able to have OL Reign come because there there's they're some really talented players there. The weather is going to be phenomenal. It's yes. going to be clear in the 70s, a beautiful late spring, early summer type day. Kickoff at 7.30 at Lynn Family Stadium on Saturday night. It is Kick Cancer Night, uh, brought to you by Baptist Health. Um, it's going to be a great, great evening of soccer, and hopefully Racing Louisville can send the fans home happy. Again, this is such an improved team. They're going to be a playoff contender. They've had a really difficult schedule. By some metrics I saw on Twitter this week, they've had the second most difficult schedule in the league. So you've got to stick with this team despite not getting a win so far, and they have every opportunity to do that on Saturday night. Again, 7.30, RacingLouFC.com slash tickets, or 502 Lou City is the phone number to get your seats for racing against OL Rain. Megan Rapino, Rose Lavelle and Company coming to town. World Cup winners, stars in this game will be in Louisville this weekend. A couple of minutes to go for the second half. Let's take our final halftime break again. The score here, TQL Stadium 0-0 between Louisville City and FC Cincinnati in this U.S. Open Cup game. You're listening to it on ESPN Louisville. Welcome back to TQL Stadium here in Cincinnati, Ohio. The second half just moments away. The two teams have taken the field. We will switch sides in the second half, as is customary. Cincinnati moving from right to left now in the second period of play. Louisville City defending the goal with the Bailey. That is the name of the fan section here at TQL Stadium, which is really full tonight. I'll say 80% full. A great crowd behind Kyle Morton's goal in this second half. It is the goal to our left as we sit here. 
at TQL Stadium. Second half underway. It's out for a throw to Cincinnati on the far side. They're right in the attacking half, the Louisville defensive half. No changes for either team. And as Cincinnati works the ball along their back line, what changes might you think we'll see from Danny Cruz and Louisville in this second half, Casey? Well, one that I want to see because I think we'll see this change if we go up a goal would be seeing Josh Winder come on to kind of go for that three back, solidify that back line a little bit more. But I would like to see him coming off the bench because that means that Louisville City is probably winning the game. But the other two changes that I, I think we're highly likely to see are going to be Ray Serrano. He is on the bench, back from injury. I love the way that he plays. He's very creative. So I think we'll see him in the the other one being Wilson Harris. I think Wilson Harris's energy and movement off the ball could really bring a change and a spark to that offense if needed later on in this game. We have our first foul against Louisville City in the game. It goes against Elijah Winder, who appears to be okay again after grabbing at his back toward the end of that first half. He remained in the game. It was a lower back injury for the 20-year-old, but he appears to have worked his way through it. He commits the foul. It'll be a free kick here to Cincinnati near midfield on the left side, just about 10 yards infield from the near sideline. And Murphy takes it with his left foot, sends it toward the top of the box, knocked away by a Louisville defender, Dylan Maris, dropping back to clean it up. He plays it back to Kyle Morton under intense pressure from Angulo, and he's just able to get the ball off. It's out for a throw to Cincinnati on the far side of the right. That was nearly a terrible pass from Maris, and Morton did everything he could just to get that ball away from danger. I would say there's been a couple back passes to Morton where it's kind of made me hesitate a second because they're a little shaky with the distance, with the pressure that they're putting Morton under, but Morton has done very well to deal with it. I will be interested to see with how he deals with the Bailey behind him because it's those fans can be ruthless and they'll yell almost anything at the goalkeeper. And they're right on top of the Louisville City goal as well. The row of stands going right down to field level in the Bailey. It's out for a Louisville City goal kick here, however, so Kyle Morton will have it. We've played two and a half minutes in this second half. If you're listening to us tonight, you can also watch tonight's game on the Bleacher Report app and the BR Football YouTube channel. Visit usopencup.com for the full schedule of US Open Cup action and links to watch more games. Kyle Morton sends his teammates forward. He's just going to kick this long after after they initially set up as though they were going to play it short on the ground. The back line for Louisville City about 10 yards from the midfield stripe. Morton plays it long in the air to the left. Kept in play by Mushagalusa as he chests it down. Drops it off backward to Oscar Jimenez, the left back. They're in the defensive half still. On the ground forward, it'll come to Mushagalusa in the attacking half. Numbers forward for Lou City. Winder back to Lancaster, to Lufson, but he misses his pass. To Lufson just hit it first time, trying to keep the rhythm of the game going, but it's intercepted by Cincinnati. Now here they come. Flag stays down. Baji right side, in the box, defended by Sharpie. Held back by Sharpie. Baji turns backward out of the box now and drops it off to the right side. Alvis Powell. Mushagalusa dropping back defensively for Lou City. That would have been an opportunity for Lou City had that pass from Tlufsen come off. They had numbers there, Casey. Yeah, I really don't know what Tlufsen was doing. There was no one in the area of where he was passing the ball. It's just sloppy play from him, and it it was such a good buildup, such a good combination passes going on there. A little disappointed there in Tlufsen, and it almost cost them pretty seriously. Wes Sharpie did very well to recover and kind of cut that off, but it's got to be better up top. After the the possession for Cincinnati. Powell sent it into the Louisville box, but no one made a run. So Lucity out with possession now. Lancaster holding it up in the middle of the field, trying to play it on the ground forward to Tlufson. Intercepted by Murphy of Cincinnati. He plays it forward to Baji. Intercepted by Tosh of Louisville. Now Lancaster playing very deep, holding the ball up physically. He's almost along the back line like a central defender. Played it back to Morton, the goalkeeper. He popped it up high into the air to midfield. Toward Elijah Winder, beaten in the air by Apanonu. Now trading headers. Apanonu, Ogel, Tosh with a header. 
That header will fall to Oscar Jimenez of Blue City. He just clips it forward with his right foot down the middle, but no one making that run in white tonight for Louisville. It'll roll into the arms of Alec Can, the goalkeeper for Cincinnati. He was called into action a couple of times in that first half, made a save on Manny Perez, also made a save on Cameron Lancaster. Two shots on target for Lucity so far in this game. We've played four and a half minutes in the second half and a 0-0 score. Alvis Powell for Cincinnati gets around Oscar Jimenez at the end line in the penalty area. His cross blocked by Jimenez. It'll go behind. It'll be a corner kick for Cincinnati from the far side, their rights. Nicely dealt with there by Oscar Jimenez. Good patient defending, keeping himself in front of the ball, not really losing his feeding. I, I will have to say, though, Cincinnati is really starting to build into this one. The fans are right there on top of them. I mean, you can hear how loud it is. And so to not have that lift you in this game, Louisville City's got to begin to get some offense going to get a goal. Even with just 7,000 in, it's very loud tonight. Here comes the corner now. Swinger off the right foot of Pinso. Cleared away by the first defender for Louisville, Oscar Jimenez, in front of the Bailey. The clearance goes to midfield. Elijah Winder up battling forward, but Powell will hip clip it long. It's headed by Manny Perez, and an offside flag goes up against Dominic Bocci of Cincinnati. It'll give a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City in their defensive half, about 10 yards outside of their own box. As a few boos came down for that call from the Cincinnati fans. Again, certainly not a full house by any stretch tonight, but this has been a very engaged 7,000 fans tonight, very loud, and the Bailey is just about all the way full from where we sit here at TQL Stadium. It's been a phenomenal atmosphere, even despite not even being half full tonight. They've crammed them in smartly on the far sideline. There's no one. Zero people are on the near side of the stadium. Everybody that's here is sitting on the far side of the stadium, so despite being a lower crowd, they're still in there together, and they are still able to generate a loud noise when they get up and cheer. Smart planning there by the ticket sales people at FC Cincinnati to try and bunch everybody together. It's back with Can, the goalkeeper. He sends it long for Cincinnati, headed by Manny Perez at midfield. That is Foster with a header for Cincinnati. It'll fall to West Sharpie of Louisville. He'll play it on the ground backward to Kyle Morton in his own box here. He plays it on the ground to Sean Tosh, right side of the box. A couple of players up defending for Cincinnati, including Baji. Back to Morton. He'll play it wide left to West Sharpie toward the far sideline. Sharpie just clears it forward with his left foot. And that clearance out of play will be a throw to Cincinnati on the far side there, right near midfield. And there's been a few times where the back line, I think, has put their teammates under a little bit shaky situations. And I think they're in that situation. Wes Sharpie got played a little bit too far wide, kind of scrambling a little bit. He either needs to play it a little bit quicker or take a touch in that instance because when he's trying to play that one time, he's moving sideways while trying to keep it in play. It's just a very difficult ball to play. Second half has certainly tightened up a little bit, I think, Casey. The way the first half was wide open. We had already had a couple of scoring chances seven minutes into the first half. But the second half has certainly tightened up. And I think this Cincinnati team, again, short on experience. They're starting a couple of teenagers tonight, including a 15-year-old. And even their veterans are players who have not featured very much for the senior team this season. So this is a very inexperienced Cincinnati squad they're fielding tonight. But they're growing into the game. They're getting more confident in the game. And I think the momentum has gotten away from Louisville City a little bit. What do you think? The first half, I think Louisville City was clearly the better team. But the longer this goes on, I think the more Cincinnati is going to grow into it. I couldn't agree more. The longer that Louisville City allows Cincinnati to be in this game, the more they're going to build into it and likely take it over. I, I, I imagine that if... Louisville City does not score in regular play the minute that it's going to allow Cincinnati time to grow into it, and they're going to be able to put it away and take this game. We talked about some bench options for Louisville City as Lucy has the ball in their defensive half. Maris under pressure from Jimenez, plays it back to Kyle Morton, and they'll just have to clip it long. There is a huge option, a couple of big options on the bench for FC Cincinnati, notably 
Brandon Vasquez, a U.S. men's national team player who scored in a recent U.S. men's national team game. 24 years of age, a bright, bright future for a big physical forward, number 19 for Cincinnati. He, if he comes into this game, he could be a huge difference maker. Here's a ball in for Cincinnati. Maybe a chance. It's just wide of everybody, and it goes past the inline. It'll be a goal kick for Louisville City. The ball was in from the left side behind the back line, and I believe it was Pinto who made the run on the back post, and the ball was just inches in front of him. All he had to do was get a foot onto it, and it surely would have been the opening goal for Cincinnati. The ball came in there from Isaiah Foster from the left side, and Pinto just could not get a touch to it to open the scoring. That was one of the most perfect crosses I think I've ever seen. Foster bending that one beautifully right behind that back line, tucking it in right behind them to where they can't get to it, and it really forces Morton to put himself in a sticky situation. I think Ardoñez is a little disappointed he didn't get on the end of that one. Here comes Louisville City with numbers forward. Manny Perez ball across the top of the box. Mushagalusa was running onto it, cleared away by a Cincinnati defender. If Mushagalusa had been first to the ball there, he might have been able to turn it toward goal, but it's out for... It'll be maybe an offside flag, Casey. You didn't see the flag go up, but it's going to be... I think it's a foul called. Uh, Maybe an off-the-ball foul situation. I think he's saying that one of the Blue City players kind of pushed the FC Cincinnati player based on the gestures he was making, and so I'm imagining that's an off-the-ball foul. You are correct. It's a free kick for Cincinnati just in their defensive penalty area. They're working the ball around the backside on the left side right now. Ordonez there holding the ball up, and Ordonez draws a foul. And I am, I'll correct myself. That chance a moment ago was for Ordonez. It was not Pinto. It was 29, not 26. I was incorrect about that. Ordonez with a second great opportunity of the game. Here the ball goes off of his hand. The referee does not see it. It's not a handball. It'll be out for a throw to Cincinnati. And actually now they've given the throw to Louisville. So a throw to Louisville on the near side, their right, just in their defensive half. And so, Ordonez did get away with the handball yeah. there. Let's go back. Ordonez was the player seven minutes in who rounded Kyle Morton and was blocked by Sean Toge. And now, about eight minutes into the second half, yet another clear-cut chance for the youngster for FC Cincinnati, the 19-year-old from Fort Thomas, the homegrown product. Could have put his name in lights in this U.S. Open Cup game a couple of times, but failed to do so, and we remain 0-0. Ten minutes gone by in the second half with that score. Cincinnati with the ball after the Louisville City throw. They went back. Bocce in the center circle, battling off defenders. Here is Pinto, number 26, on the inside left channel. Wide left now to Ian Murphy. They're in the attacking half, Cincinnati. Drops it off to Pinto. He's got Foster there coming forward from his left center back spot. He's in the middle of the field. Drops it off backward into the center circle. That's Apanonu. Apanonu wide left now to Pinto. Some possession here for Cincinnati. We've not seen much of that from them tonight. Baji left side of the box, but he was offside. Flag goes up against Dominic Baji, the MLS veteran. Playing for Cincinnati in this late stage of his career. And he's caught offside here. Going to be a fifth third free kick to Louisville City. They take it. Not yet. I thought they took it. Setting it up now with Sean Tosh. Just about eight yards outside of the box on the inside right. Fifth third free kick is now taken. Back to Morton in the penalty area. Across the box to West Sharpie, top of the area. Switches fields now from left to right to Tosh. They're still in the Louisville half. Middle of the field, Mogel inside right. Clips it over the top. Good run for Manny Perez. Can he get to it? Manny Perez chasing it. He's beaten to the ball by Apononu. And Apononu with some great defending there. Louisville City says the ball went out of play. It did not. Apononu just clears it long. It'll fall all the way to Kyle Morton on the other end of the field, just outside of the Louisville box. But had Manny Perez gotten there, Casey, that could have been a chance. I definitely think that could have been an opportunity. But what I'm thinking right now, 
right now is it might be time for Danny Cruz to start looking to the bench a little bit. Louisville City definitely not looking like the best team right now on the field. FC Cincinnati has really grown into this one, really began to get some possession. So if I were Danny Cruz, I'd maybe start looking to my bench to find that spark to kind of change the energy in this game. Manny Perez chasing a ball in the inline. Here's his cross towards Mushigalusa. Two players were in the box. Lancaster was completely unmarked. The ball out of play off of Mushigalusa's foot. It's a goal kick. And maybe if Mushigalusa had let that ball run, it would have fell to the feet of Cameron Lancaster, who was completely wide open. No one within six yards of him. Just behind Mushigalusa at the top of the six-yard box for Louisville of Cincinnati's six-yard box. And that would have been a great scoring opportunity for Louisville's number 17. Instead, it's out for a goal kick here. When I think Mushigalusa has to do better with that as well. The ball's coming in. He's he got could have scored back. himself. He could, he, yes. If he would have dealt with that better, but he was trying to draw the contact and then went down extremely easy. In a match like this, the way the referee has been calling, you are never going to get that call. And so Mushigalusa has to do better to kind of battle on the ball there, see if he can hold the player up, either have a shot himself or maybe turn and find Lancaster. But it, it just has to be stronger inside that final third. 13 minutes gone by in the second half. 0-0 our score. Cincinnati with a turnover. Foster outside of the box. Cross into the Louisville penalty area. Headed away by Sharpie at the six-yard box. Tlufson with it on the left. Drops it off to Tosh. He'll have to clear it. No, he plays it on the ground to Tlufson. Tlufson trying to dribble his way out of trouble. Backward to Tosh right now. Tosh looking forward. Now hits it long. Elijah Winder heads it up into the air near midfield. The second header from Winder towards Lancaster. Apononu comes down with it for Cincinnati. And he plays it on the ground to Nick Hagland in the middle of the field. 58-35 on the clock in this 0-0 game. It's now Murphy for Cincinnati. Cross midfield into the attacking half. Foster once again. He's looked bright in the second half. And he dribbles past Carlos Mogel, trying to thread it through towards Pinto. It's intercepted by Elijah Winder of Louisville City. He dribbles forward a 15-yard run with the ball at his feet. He's dragged down from behind. It's a foul against Cincinnati. And a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive half, but in the center circle. I'm honestly surprised that that's not a yellow card there because it was more of like a professional foul slowing winder down so in my opinion it should be a yellow card and that because he didn't really make a play on the ball but the referee just gave a straight foul 30 minutes and change to go plus stoppage time and again if this game is tied at the end of 90 minutes we will go to a 30 minute overtime period and if it remains tied after that a penalty kick shootout so a lot of opportunity for someone to find a winning goal here and the game is certainly slowed down in terms of opportunities it's gotten a much more constricted contest right now. Here comes Lou City. Mushigalusa dribbling in the attacking half. Middle of the field. Trying to play it through towards Cameron Lancaster. But that ball overhit just a little bit out in front. Tried to play it on the ground to the near post. Lancaster made a darting run between the two center backs. And would have gotten to it had the pass been a little bit nearer him. But it was too far out in front. Alec Can, the goalkeeper, came up and claimed it. Lou City, though, with high press. They win the ball back. Mogel in the midfield. Tried to play it wide right to Manny Perez. But it goes out of play. Perez couldn't catch up to it. He was shielded off the ball by Foster. It'll be a throw to Cincinnati on the near side there left just in front of the Louisville City bench. And we will have a pair of substitutions here for the first time tonight. It's going to be Cincinnati looking to their bench. And one of their big guns is coming into the game. Alvaro Barrial, number 31. He is a young Argentinian playmaker. He will come in in place of Foster. And then the other switch, it'll be Matt Miazga. He's going to come in in, Nick, in, in place of Nick Hagelin, the Cincinnati native who gets a big a big hand. Matt Miazga, a player if you're a soccer fan, you will well remember. He was a young up-and-comer with the New York Red Bulls, went over to Europe, played with Chelsea, bounced around on loan a couple of times, and now has come back stateside playing with Cincinnati. So Miazga and Barrial in, two players who are regular starters for this team, and those two switches coming in the 60th minute, brought to you by Fortna for FC Cincinnati. 
and it's exactly what we expected. Look, the 60-minute mark to a T is when those subs came in. That's kind of what we predicted is when that mark hit, if the game was still 0-0, FC Cincinnati is going to start bringing on some of those players that are going to be their playmakers, that are going to be their big guns to kind of put this game away for them. Cincinnati trying to keep the ball in play with Apononu. It's out for a throw to them on the far, or to Louisville rather, on the far side, their left. Mentioned Miazga, the other player, Alvaro Barreal. Alvaro Barreal, an Argentinian who signed with this team in 2020. He's played in 79 MLS games in his career. He scored eight goals. A very talented player with his left foot. Lucidi goes to the bench here, too. They'll make a pair of switches and two changes that you uh, you alluded to, Casey. You were a little clairvoyant there a few minutes ago. It's going to be Wilson Harris to come in in place of Cameron Lancaster. And along the back line, Josh Winder will come in in place of Wes Sharpie. Those two switches brought to you by Fortno. What do you make of those changes for Louisville? Well, I think Wes Sharpie had a really good game. Did he have a few mistakes? Yes. But he hasn't had as much time in game situations as other players have. I'm excited to see Josh Winder out there. He's going to bring some fresh legs, bring some size in the back, and some speed in the back. Well, he's going to be very fast. Mushaglusa, middle of the field, takes a shot. It's blocked down. Elijah Winder keeps it in play. Telefson across over the head of Wilson Harris. And it'll fall to the feet of Alvis Powell. Nearly an opportunity for Louisville City. In fact, it was really an opportunity from the throw for Louisville City. The shot from Mushaglusa was from about 25 yards. It was blocked on its way through, fell to Winder, but they couldn't generate another chance out of that. Yeah, so that's why I had to pause. But um, I'm excited to see Wilson Harris. I think Cameron Lancaster had one of the best games that I've seen him play in quite some time, even though he wasn't able to find the back of the net. But Wilson Harris is going to bring you a lot of movement up top, and I think that's what they're going to need. Crowd groaning because Louisville City has turned FC Cincinnati over here. Louisville with a little momentum right now, trying to capitalize on that momentum. They were unable to do that in the first half. You mentioned Lancaster with a great game. He had three terrific chances, two of them. Or beg your pardon, one of them was on goal on that ball over the top that he was able to just glance toward goal. Can made the save. Lucidi with the ball in the attacking half. Maris on the inside left. Drops it off backward to Oscar Jimenez. They're in the attacking half. Middle of the field now Mogel. Backward to Josh Winder. His first touches since coming on as a substitute. On the ground, Manny Perez inside right. Running forward with time and space. Wide right to Lufson. Just outside of the box. Looking to cross it. Here it is on the ground towards Wilson Harris. Popped up high into the air by Cincinnati player. Harris brings it down. The attack's the lawn for Lou City. It's Maris. Middle of the field. 30 yards from goal. Jimenez back to Maris. Time and space for Maris on his right foot. On the ground to Harris. Turns on his right. Middle of the field. Trying to link back up with Maris. Intercepted by Cincinnati and Ordonez comes down with it. Trying to bring the ball forward. He does. Drags the ball forward towards midfield and he's held up by Josh Winder from behind. The whistle goes. A foul against Winder. It'll be a free kick here to Cincinnati. It'll come at midfield on the near side there left. One thing I think Louisville City needs to do a little bit better job of, especially when they get in that final third, is not televise their passes. And what I mean by that is sometimes when you're staring directly at where you want to play it, it makes it really easy for the defense to read where you want to play that ball. So that's televising your pass. Instead, maybe see if you can kind of advert your eyes a little bit, maybe turn the head, try to throw them off a little bit, and then play that ball that you want to play. So that way the defense isn't exactly reading what you want to do and making predictions on everything that you're going to do. We're in the 65th minute. 0-0 is our score. But that score is misleading. It's been a very entertaining game. We've had chances of plenty for both teams. Just looking for someone to take a lead right now. Someone to maybe find a winner in this game with 
under a half hour to play. Cincinnati on the ball. Miazga with it. Left center back. Plays it back to Can, the goalkeeper. Harris running up for some pressure. So too Mushagalusa. Apanonu on the right side. Dribbles around Mushagalusa. Great touches from the youngster for Cincinnati. He takes it 20 yards. Got a little overzealous. Taken away by Maris. Maybe a chance for Louisville. After the turnover, Maris dribbles around one Cincinnati defender but can't do it with the second. That's Miazga. He clears it away to midfield. Perez, the header to keep it alive for Louisville City. The attack will continue. The press nearly turning Cincinnati, or they did turn Cincinnati over, nearly turned that into a chance to score, Casey. They did, and it just, Maris held onto the ball for a second too long. He had Harris, and he either has to do some sort of deception there. You can't just run straight at these players. You either have to, like, twist your hips like you're going to play the ball out wide and then take it yourself, or do a move if you're going to take it yourself, but you have to have some sort of deception. You can't just kind of run right at players like you're used to. Long diagonal for Louisville City looking for Tlufson. It was too hot for him to handle. And it's out of play. A throw to Cincinnati on the near side. Their left. They get it into their penalty area. Miazga turns under pressure from Elijah Winder. Apononu on the far side. Now down the far sideline. Alvis Powell dribbling past Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez in between Powell and the ball. Sliding challenge from Josh Winder. Wins it for Louisville City. And Maris tidies things up. Plays it backward to Oscar Jimenez. Cincinnati fans want a foul as Powell hit the deck. No foul called. Blue City still with the ball. In the center circle, Manny Perez. Time and space dribbling forward. Wide right now to Lufson in the attacking half. Combining back to Perez. Gets a touch. He's taken down. And that's going to be a foul against Cincinnati. Murphy called for the foul. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in a relatively promising position. It'll be about eight yards infield from the near sideline. Probably midway between the end line and the midfield line. So about halfway into the attacking half. But certainly an opportunity, not going to be one that goes on frame by any stretch. An opportunity to put the ball in the box here, Casey. No, it's definitely going to be a service into the box. And I expect it to be a right-footed service so that we can get the proper bend. You want it bending away from the goalkeeper. And that's what a right-footed service is going to do for you. It looks like Jimenez is lining up to take, which means it would be a left-footed service, so he's going to have to drive it a bit more unless Mogel comes over to support him a little bit. But I would want a right-footed service bending away from it, looking for Harris, looking for Tosh, kind of in between that back post six-yard box area. But you want to push it far enough away from the goalkeeper to where they're not going to come out and get it, but right behind that back line to give your chance, a team a chance to run onto it. Lucidity with more possession, more shots. Here comes the ball from Mogel. It is that outswinger towards Harris. Is headed down at the near post, saved by Can. It really was not a very powerful header. He headed it right down into the ground, and it bounced up tamely into the hands of Can. But that free kick played out just like you thought, Casey. That outswinging ball off the right foot of Mogel. Hit Wilson Harris on the back post, was able to get to it, got his header on target, just couldn't get it past the goalkeeper. I mean, that's what the service calls for when it's in that location. I just think maybe a little bit too far, so that way Harris maybe didn't have to go as far away from the goal and then he wasn't trying to get it back on target. But other than that, a really good set piece. Harris does very well to create the space to find it. It's a nice service from Mogel. 22 minutes and change to go, plus stoppage time in regular regulation time of this U.S. Open Cup game. 0-0 remains our score, despite chances for both teams, many of them for Louisville City, arguably the better ones for Louisville City, though there have been some really quality chances for Cincinnati as well, including one that went into the back of the net that was waved off for an offside flag. Cincinnati in possession on the far side with Powell in the defensive half. He's tripped up by Oscar Jimenez, and that's a foul against Jimenez, a free kick for Cincinnati. They take it quickly. It is... Ordonia is now in the middle of the field. Sean Tosh steps in. Once again, wins the ball. Elijah Winder to Tlufson. Center circle. Harris down the far side. Mushagalusa in space. Left side of the box. 
He holds the ball up on his right foot, dribbling in against Apononu. Now checks it backward, plays it backward to Oscar Jimenez, who moves into the attacking half. Middle of the field, Carlos Mogel. Attacking possession for Lou City. Tolufsen down on the ground right now, and he's motioning in the air as if he's injured, and the referee will stop play because Tolufsen is injured. Stuart Wright runs onto the field, and Tolufsen now turns over, standing, sitting on his knees, rather. And this does not really look good for Louisville City because the ball was in play in the attacking half, and Tolufsen couldn't even manage to stay on his feet. Yeah, not really what you want to see. Because he's had a good game. I really think he's grown into the game. We, we haven't seen much of him in previous matches, but tonight I think we've been able to see a little bit more of what he's capable of doing on that wing. He's drifted inside a little bit more, opening up space for Manny Perez. I think there are a few situations where his passing wasn't as tight, but hopefully it's just a little bit of a cramp or maybe started to feel a muscle pull and decided not to risk it too much. But it, I think it is going to set up nicely to be able to see Ray Serrano like I had talked about. Yeah, it looks like there's going to be two substitutions in the works right now for Louisville City with Tlufsen, the new player to the team this year from Denmark. He rises to his feet now and will walk off the field. Ray Serrano, as you mentioned, Casey, is up off the bench, as is Amadou Dia for Louisville City. So those two players likely to come into the game here in a matter of moments. Tlufsen now gingerly walking toward the Louisville City bench right now. It would make sense if Serrano comes in and replace, replace Tlufsen as a right winger, and Amadou Dia likely to come in in place of Man or Oscar Jimenez as the left back, you would expect. Referee is not allowing the substitutions yet, now he has. And it's actually going to be Dia in for Manny Perez. So this will be an interesting change of shape a little bit for Louisville City. Oscar Jimenez is going to slide over from left back to right back. He is that versatile, has quality with both his right and left foot, so he can do that. And Amadou Dia will slot in as the left back. And then, as we mentioned, Ray Serrano coming into the game. He is going to replace the injured Rasmus Tlufsen. So those two substitutions brought to you by Fortnite. And I think one of these substitutions, the Manny Perez and Amadou Dia change, has to do with minutes that both of those players have played and the fact that there's another game this coming weekend. And so typically you would have seen a like-for-like -like change with it being... Oscar Jimenez and Amadou Dia doing a change there, but because of the amount of minutes that Manny Perez has put in and the amount of work Manny Perez has done tonight, I think it's smart to pull him out and rest him. Would I love him to see on there? Absolutely, because he's been great. But I think it's the smartest move to bring him off, bring some fresh legs on, and really make sure that you're being smart with how many minutes you're putting on your players. 19 minutes to go. Louisville City with the ball in the middle of the field. Wilson Harris trying to dribble through three Cincinnati players. He can't do it. Pinto comes up with it. Tries to play it down the far side towards Dominic Baji. I believe he was in offside position. So he holds up his run, and Josh Winder collects it for Louisville to try and build out of the back. You can dive deeper into the thrills and drama of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. You can stay up to date and join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Open Cup and on Facebook at Official Open Cup. It's back to Cam, the goalkeeper for Cincinnati under pressure from Elijah Winder. Plays it wide left to Matt Miazga. He hits it long with his right foot high into the air towards midfield towards Ordonez. One in the air by Sean Tosh of Louisville. Ray Serrano trying to hold it up against Murphy. Murphy battling. Murphy gets, gets a touch. Mogel a touch back his way. It'll come now to Winder for Louisville in the attacking half. Right side. Winder's cross. Low on the ground. Stabbed away by Matt Miazga. It'll fall to Ray Serrano of Louisville. Battling Barrial for it deep in the corner. Barrial plays it off of Serrano. It's past the inline. A goal kick here.
here to Cincinnati. We're in the 73rd minute, 0-0 is our score. Well, and Ardonia is there coming in hard on Carlos Mogel Jr. And I'm wondering if the referee had Ordonia not been on a yellow card, maybe given a yellow card in that situation. But because he is, that would be a soft kind of second yellow. But Ordonez has got to be careful with his fouls and everything because he's playing extremely aggressive and he is on a yellow card. Blue City fans, you can watch tonight's match on the Bleacher Report app and BR Football YouTube channel. Visit usopencup.com for the full schedule of US Open Cup action and links where you can watch more games. Should have a good finish in store one way or the other. You'd think the way this game has gone. It is tantalizing on a knife's edge right now. 0-0 between Louisville City and FC Cincinnati in a resumption of this once fierce rivalry. Back when Cincinnati was in the USL, this was a premier game in America, regardless of level in soccer. The fans packed the houses on both ends of the river. Cincinnati would send thousands of traveling fans to Louisville City and Lucity likewise up here to Cincinnati. That's the case tonight as well. Several hundred Lucity fans are crowded up in a section opposite us top right corner of the stands here at TQL Stadium and it's been a great atmosphere despite being a smaller crowd ball over the top for Cincinnati headed away by Kyle Morton who comes out of his penalty area to the right side to defend that ball Ordonez made the run in behind for FC Cincinnati it'll be a throw to the hosts here on the near side their left in their attacking final third it is very much anybody's game right now. It comes into Ordonez. Middle of the field, Steven Jimenez. To the, through to Angulo. Tried to turn on Josh Winder. Winder got a touch of the ball, and it falls kindly into the arms of Kyle Morton, the Louisville goalkeeper. And this game, you can just feel the intensity of it continuing to grow. Both teams knowing what's on the line. Both teams also knowing that there has to be a winner in this match. And so if this is level by the end of the game, it's going to go to overtime. And I really don't think either team wants to play an additional 30 minutes just knowing the intensity of the schedule but I think both teams would willingly put everything out there for that long because of the rivalry because of how intense this game has been but it's it's been a really exciting game I would have to say I, I agree 100 percent it's been a really well played game well there have been mistakes but it's been an entertaining game very much so yes. an open game a game played in a positive manner by both teams Lucity with an attack here Wilson Harris left side five players up defending with just two players in the box wearing white for Louisville City, but Harris is able to win a corner. Does a really nice job. Tried to clip in across. It was blocked behind. It'll be a Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City from the far side, their left. We are in the 75th minute, just over 15 minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this game. Again, the first time these two clubs have met since 2019. That, too, was a U.S. Open Cup game since, uh, since Cincinnati left the USL for Major League Soccer. Cincinnati won that one in overtime, 2-1. And this, I think, is Lou City is one of their last chances before FC Cincinnati looks to their bench again and brings on some really good players. There's Carlos Mogel for the Wi-Fi corner kick, an in-swinger off of his right foot, but he overhit it over everyone's head. No one on the back post to really try and keep it alive for Louisville City. It goes past the inline. It'll be a goal kick here for Cincinnati. And they're going to bring on a couple of their big players. And this is interesting. Because Luciano Acosta is coming into the game. I missed him. He is on the seat. Well, we, we lied to some people in the pregame. At least I did. Because Acosta is going to come into the game. He is a star for this Cincinnati team. Number 10, the Argentinian, formerly of D.C. United. Listed at just 5-3, but he is a little magician, a playmaker for Cincinnati. He comes into the game, as does his teammate here, Junior Moreno. So Moreno and Acosta... A couple of players coming off for Cincinnati. 
including Steven Jimenez and Marco Angulo. So Angulo and Jimenez off, Acosta and Junior Moreno on. Those substitutions with 14 minutes to go, brought to you by Fortna and Luciano Acosta. Luciano Acosta, I should say, the best player in the field right now. He is a designated player and a star for FC Cincinnati. Here they come in the attack, the hosts. Barreal, left side, in the box. Takes aim for goal, and it's right into the chest of Kyle Morton. Hit with pace and power, but right at Louisville City's goalkeeper who made the save. And Kyle Morton's going to have a lot of work, I think, coming up in these final minutes of the game. And I think if you're Lou City, what you have to do is you have to focus on defense first. You have to make sure that you keep them locked out and thrive on the counterattack. See how quickly you can transition from defense to offense. How quickly can you release Wilson Harris? How quickly can you find Ray Serrano, Mushigalusa up there? And it's going to have to be in those transition moments where you're going to have to try to catch FC Cincinnati a little bit unorganized. So again, Cincinnati, as is often the game plan in these U.S. Open Cup games for MLS teams, they've been able to keep Louisville off the board through three quarters of the game, and now they bring on their big guns late looking to steal a winner late on in the game, and they win a foul here. It'll be a free kick to Cincinnati in their attacking half on the far side of the right, about 10 yards past the midfield line. And it'll be Acosta, the player who just came on to take it. Again, Luciano Acosta, a designated player. That means he is a player who is above the salary cap for FC Cincinnati, typically a designation reserved for star players. In his MLS career, he scored 42 goals and played 195 games. A veteran of Major League Soccer with D.C. United and now FC Cincinnati. And he will be a dangerous, dangerous threat for Louisville City to watch the rest of the game and in overtime if we get there. Here comes Louisville City trying to nab one themselves. Wilson Harris on the near side, the right. A nifty play. Back heel to Serrano. Back heel back to Harris. Here comes Louisville City in the box. Harris, a shot blocked away. It might fall back to him. Instead, it skips under his foot. And it'll come to Barreal on the near sideline for Cincinnati. He plays it forward to Acosta. Can't bring the ball under control. It'll drop to Amadou Dia of Louisville. And the attack for Louisville will continue. Mushigalusa in the attacking half. Middle of the field. Winder back wide left Mushigalusa just outside the box defended by Apononu now Powell comes over for a second defender backward to Elijah Winder dribbling in field 25 yards from goal backward still to Mogel he takes aim from 30 yards and it's 10 yards over the bar into the fifth row of seats and that'll be a goal kick to FC Cincinnati Carlos Mogel trying to be a hero late very ambitious effort and he wasn't very close yeah it's 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 not a bad look because you haven't really challenged can much this half but it's going to be really hard to score from that distance. It'll have to be a perfect shot. Like I said, when Lancaster tried the spectacular in the first half, it's just going to have to be a perfect shot in order to score from that distance. But I love the creative combination play between Serrano and Harris on the right side there to kind of build up that first attack for them. Really, really lovely stuff from Harrison Serrano. Here comes Cincinnati again. Barrial on the left side of the box. Louisville defending late on here, trying to keep this clean sheet and force overtime. Barrial cross, stabbed away by Tosh, kept in play nicely by Oscar Jimenez. Forward to Serrano. Lucidi trying to break on the counter. It's Elijah Winder, center circle. Harris up ahead. Winder continues on, gets past the defender Miazga, but then Moreno comes in. Harris a shot, and it's saved by Can. It was driven off the right foot of Harris from the right side of the box, just at the top, just to the right of the D. 
and really it was relatively comfortable for Can. Just palmed it down with both fists and bounced it into his hands to collect it. Yeah, it was, a, it was an easy shot to save, but I like the look from Wilson Harris. I do think that Elijah Winder held on to it for a second too long. He had a split ball down the middle to find Harris making a diagonal run, and I don't think he saw that one. And it was a little fortunate that it ended up to Harris. I think it bounced off of Miazga there, but Harris kind of taking an opportunistic shot there, a no-look shot. It was pretty nice. Ushigalusa from 25 yards, and this one goes into the 15th row. Blue City taking aim from distance. They did a great job turning Cincinnati over in their half. Mushigalusa had a dead center of the field. Probably, honestly, a good full 30 yards from goal. Could have continued to dribble forward and maybe try to play in Harris instead. Let it fly, and it was well, well off target. Honestly, was closer to the second deck of TQL Stadium than it was to Cincinnati's goal. Booze coming down from the Cincinnati faithful because Oscar Jimenez for Louisville City is down injured right now. Stuart Wright coming in to check on him, and Jimenez is going to be pulled from the game. It's going to be Tyler Gibson to come in for Louisville City. So let's see what they do here. It's not exactly a like-for-like change. Gibson a midfielder. Oscar Jimenez a fullback. So let's see exactly what Danny Cruz tries to dial up here for Louisville City. It's an interesting move, Casey. I think it's maybe one that's forced because of the injury to Jimenez. Yeah, and I was trying to think about who on the bench you know, might be able to play outside back. And, I mean, you've got Tyler Gibson who's coming in, Paulo Del Piccolo, who I really don't think they would put in that sort of position, and Danny Fondes, who we all know is probably not going to go in at an outside back. It would take a miracle <laughs> to put him so in. So it looks like they're going to put Mogelis, which is who I thought they would put there. Yeah. Mogel's going to shift into that spot, and I think you're just going to have Sean Toast barking orders in his ear for the entire rest of the game, telling him what to do, telling him where to go positionally. But Miguel is a, is a very smart player, and so if anyone could do it, I think he could adjust to that. Blue City in the attack. They've got numbers forward. It looks pretty good right now. Maris in the middle of the field. Wide left. Bushigalusa dribbling into the box on his right foot. Gets past one defender. He goes on. Mushigalusa has his shot. It's blocked. It'll fall to Elijah Winder. Tried to play it back to Mushigalusa. Pinto intercepts and he'll clear it away for Cincinnati. His clearance finds Acosta. Now Cincinnati comes forward. Acosta defended by Gibson. Gibson sticks out a leg and plays it out. Just blocked it out. That pass forward. It'll be a throw to Cincinnati on the far side there left. And with eight minutes to go, Cincinnati once again turns to the bench and brings on one of their stars, Brandon Vasquez, a player we've mentioned in this broadcast as a major weapon for this team. A center forward, a big athletic one at that, listed at 6'2", 197. The 24-year-old out of California, the U.S. international. He's played for the men's national team. He has scored for the men's national team. He comes in. Brandon Vasquez replaces Dominic Badgie. For FC Cincinnati, that substitution coming in the 83rd minute brought to you by Fortna. And that is going to be a big, big challenge for Josh Winder and Shanto. Shanto just had a great game. Oh, my goodness, Ray Serrano tried it from 25 yards, and that one was very close. Loose City won the ball from the throw. They got it to Serrano, middle of the field, and he drove it with his right foot from about 25 yards, and that one was not far away. It was over the bar, and a goal kick to Cincinnati. So Loose City's tried their luck now three times from distance. They nearly cashed in there. Ball over the top for Cincinnati. Ordonez chasing it. Tosh once again having a phenomenal game. Shields off. Ordonez wins the ball. Mogel forward to Gibson. Gibson on the ground. Beaten to the ball by Acosta. 
crowd roaring right now with seven minutes to go. Acosta wide left for Cincinnati into Barrial. Back heel to Acosta. Heavy touch from Acosta. Showed it to Toshi. Cleared away. Cleared it away for Lou City. Here comes Lou City trying to counter. This is seesawing back and forth. The ball through. Elijah Winder. Can he get there? Can gets there first. Well out of his area. Off his line. Sliding in. Sending it high into the attacking half for Cincinnati. One by Winder for Louisville. Powell just heaves it long for Cincinnati here after Winder headed it forward. Vasquez using his big frame against Winder. Vasquez wins the ball. Middle of the field, Acosta. Anybody's game right now. Acosta into Barrial. Barrial across, and it's a goal for Cincinnati. Cincinnati scores, and they take the lead over Louisville, and it is Ordonez. The youngster who was denied twice today, once by a block from Sean Tosh, once from the offside flag, and he tapped that in with absolutely no one around to open the scoring for the hosts. It's Cincinnati 1, Louisville City nothing, and a valiant effort on the road by the boys in purple tonight. Louisville City may go down as a loss. Five minutes to go. Cincinnati takes the lead. I mean, just such back and forth play, and I really think Josh Winder loses Ordonez there in the middle of the field, but it's a great ball across there uh, by Barrial to find Ordonez, and Ordonez has done so well this game, kind of finding the pockets, being a little bit of a pass to those defenders that it was bound that he was fine to find the back of the net, but I really don't think this game is over. It's been so back and forth. Lou City has had plenty of chances. They cannot let that get them down. They have to continue to push forward and see if they can get the equalizer. Plenty of time left in this game with five minutes to go. The 2023 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup continues over the coming weeks with more exciting twists and turns. And tomorrow afternoon, you can watch on the Bleacher Report app or BR Football's YouTube channel at 2 o'clock in the afternoon as the remaining teams, including the winner tonight, learn their fate in the round of 32 draw. It's a goal kick here to Cincinnati to our right as the fans in the Bailey start to dance and jump and cheer. They've willed their team to a one to nothing lead here. They withstood an early storm from Louisville City. Multiple great opportunities for Louisville City in the first half, namely for Cameron Lancaster. Also, Manny Perez forced a shot on goal, but they were not able to find the back of the net. And then, as you so often see in this tournament, the MLS team brings on their big weapons late. And two of the big weapons, Acosta and Barrial, were involved in that play, leading to the goal for the youngster, Ordonez. And Cincinnati has taken a one to nothing lead with four minutes to play in the game. But Lucidi has had plenty of chances the last couple of minutes. And they're looking to win a turnover here. It's Carlos Mogel battling with Barrial for it. Barrial shoves him off the ball, plays it back to Murphy. Ball over the top. Offside flag goes up against Ordonez. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City here just outside of their defensive penalty area. Still three and a half minutes to go plus stoppage time, Casey. Louisville City has every opportunity right now to go down and score and tie this game. They have absolutely nothing to lose in this situation. They're already down. So in my opinion, you have to continue to push numbers up. And if you go down a second goal, you go down a second goal. But you have to take the risk. You have to try. Cincinnati turns Louisville over. Here's Brandon Vasquez tripped up by Carlos Mogel. It's a foul and a very promising position. This could be a shot on target for the likes of Luciano Acosta. It's on the inside left, about 23, 24 yards away from the Louisville goal. Again, on the inside left, it'll set up nicely for a right-footed player like Luciano Acosta. Junior Moreno and Boreal also standing over it for FC Cincinnati. And this is a tricky distance, and it's going to have to keep Morton on his toes because it's in a location to where it could definitely be a shot on goal, especially when you've got a player like 
Acosta over the ball there. He's going to have a right-footed look on target, and I think if you go with a right-footed look, it's going to have to be a shot. If it's a left-footed look, it's going to be kind of a ball in behind, maybe a little chip to find one of the players running on, but I kind of expect this one to be a shot. I do too. There's only two players to run onto it if it is a clipped ball to the back post. Barrial fakes it. It's Acosta. He drives it toward goal, saved by Morton. It was driven right into the middle, right where Morton was playing. Just had to lean down to make sure it didn't bounce between his legs, and he made the play. Kyle Morton, the Louisville goalkeeper tonight. He rolls the ball forward. He'll hit it long here, Morton. We've got two minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Lucity trails it one to nothing, looking to find a late, late tying goal in this U.S. Open Cup to keep their cup run alive. They made a run to the round of 16 last year. It might die in the third round this year if the score stands. It's Maris inside left. Mushigalusa making the overlapping run. Knocked away, picked up by Harris. Inside left of the box, into the penalty area now. Mushigalusa tries to drag it through. It's Harris. Can he get to it on the inline? He can't. Shielded off of it by a Cincinnati defender. It'll be a goal kick to the hosts. Apononu does very well there to position himself between Harris and the ball. And it seems as if any time Louisville City tries to go into the middle, FC Cincinnati is just collapsing on them and clogging all of the space. They're trying to force too much and do too much there in the middle of the field. Louisville City, they need to be quicker on their decision-making and maybe move the ball a little bit faster so it allows FC Cincinnati to have to move more, opening up those spaces. But right now, the more dribbling they're doing inside that final third at the top of the box, the easier it is to defend. And finally sends the goal kick long, but he can't connect on it. It's out past the far sideline at midfield. A throw to Louisville City. Amadou Dia will take it. Louis City looking to find a late, late goal here. They send it down the far sideline. Tosh, who has moved forward, playing like a center forward as a defender, being a big physical presence at the top, tries to win the header. He can't do it. It'll roll into the hands of Can, the goalkeeper, and he'll... Kill a little time here. Runs around in his penalty area. Tosh just lingering to make sure that he can't just put the ball on the ground. Can will have to punt it. He does now after a few seconds. Again, precious few seconds left for Louisville City. Vasquez taken down. No foul. Blue City wins the ball. Here they come. But an errant pass from Tyler Gibson. Gives it back to Cincinnati. Now they've got numbers. It's Ordonez, the goal scorer, on the overlap. Acosta beaten to the ball by Josh Winder. There's the athleticism of the 17-year-old. But he gives it away, trying to clear it up ahead. Barrial steps in to win it. Barrial, middle of the field now. Pinto on the ground through to Ordonez just out in front of him. It'll fall to Kyle Morton. We have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Five minutes of added time. So lots of time for Louisville City to do something here late. They trail it one to nothing. But lots of time to find a tying goal and force overtime here in this U.S. Open Cup do-or-die knockout stage game. It's Dylan Maris on the inside right in the attacking half. Wide right, Ray Serrano for Louisville City. Looking to put in a cross. Here it comes to the near post towards Tosh. Knocked away by Miazga. Cleared away by Murphy. His clearance blocked by Maris. It's behind a goal kick here to FC Cincinnati. And Cincinnati will once again go to the bench. And they're bringing on another big-name player for them. It is Yuya Kubo, a Japanese international, 29 years old. He has had a slower start to the season than he would have liked, wearing the number seven. He's a big-name player for this team, but has not been able to produce. This will be just the fourth fourth game of his season. And he gets a huge round of applause from this crowd here in Cincinnati. He's replacing the player in the middle, Malik Pinto, number 26. So Kubo on, Pinto off. That substitution for Cincinnati coming in stoppage time is brought to you by Fortna. And for those of you that have been counting subs, yes, that is the sixth substitution for Cincinnati. I believe that Louisville City used a concussion substitution when they subbed off Rasmus Tellefson, which means that both teams get an additional 
substitute. Because it was a concussion substitution, both teams now have six subs. So FC Cincinnati has used all of them. Louisville City still has one more potential sub that they could use. It's a great catch, Casey. Well done by you to keep track of that. Foul in the center circle goes against FC Cincinnati. So Louisville now with a fifth-third free kick in the center circle in a defensive half just by a few yards. And they've got to move quickly. Again, we're in stoppage time. One to nothing, our score in favor of Cincinnati. They scored five minutes from the 90-minute mark in the 85th minute or so. It's now Mushigalusa in the attacking half as the play restarts. Maris back to Mushigalusa on the left, dribbling around Powell. Powell slides in late. It's a foul. Mushigalusa tripped up. A fifth-third free kick for Lou City. They take it quick on the ground. Maris far side, the left. Backwards to Amadou Dia near midfield. Looking to play it long. Instead, touches it forward. Plays it on the ground. Center circle, Carlos Mogal. He's the last man back right now for Lou City as they send the center backs forward. Forward to one of those center backs. Sean Tosh tried to clip it forward. Couldn't do it. Intercepted by Cincinnati. Kubo in the middle with it. Miazga now on the near side. Barry all the left back. Plays it on the ground forward to Kubo. Cincinnati streaming forward. Kubo into the attack. Wide left now. Acosta in time and space. Acosta. On the ground into the box, Kubo. Back heel to Barrial. Barrial goes for goal, and it's just wide. A spinning ball off the left foot of Barrial, curling away from Kyle Morton, and it was just inches wide of the far post. Neat, neat stuff from the MLS team in this game. Quick one-two touch passing, and Barrial with the effort a goal kick, though, to Louisville City. Just such pretty and clean combination play there for FC Cincinnati. I think Morton might have had the post covered if it was on target, but regardless, really good buildup from FC Cincinnati. It's fun to watch. Goal kick from Morton goes to midfield, knocked around and out of play by Cincinnati. It'll be a throw to Louisville on the near side, the right. Again, we are in stoppage time. We were uh, granted a minimum of five minutes here, so time for Loose City. It's Wilson Harris, right side. Here's his cross into the box, over the head of Tosh. Headed away by Powell, middle of the field. Maris for Louisville to keep it alive. Maris, wide left now, Dia. He has time and space to pick up his head. Puts in the cross. Back post, Harris. Can he keep it in play? It's over his head, behind his back, and it'll pass the near sideline. It's out for a throw to Cincinnati, just next to the corner flag on the near side, the Cincinnati left. And Barrial will take his time, moseying over to the near sideline to take this throw. Cincinnati up a goal. They're happy to waste time right now. Well, Louisville City has had their chances, so the scoreline isn't due to lack of chances from Louisville City. It just still comes down to them being able to capitalize on the chances that they do get. I mean, they've had 15 shots so far this game and 55% of the possession. Well worked from Vasquez, now to Acosta. Cincinnati coming forward looking for a killer blow. The second goal, Acosta outside of the footback post. Morton off of his line, sprawling to catch it with his two hands and keep Louisville City in the game. He rolls it forward to Mushigalusa. Surely we're coming up on the final moments of this stoppage time period. Mushigalusa left side, ball to the top towards Tosh. Headed up in the air by a Cincinnati player. Kicked high into the air now by Barrial, still in the Cincinnati end. In the box, another header from a Cincinnati player. Will come out to Kubo, his header down. Cleared away finally by Miazga, out of trouble for Cincinnati. That clearance past midfield. Brought down by Vasquez to keep it in play for Cincinnati. Tries to play it into a coast intercepted by Gibson. Maris coming in with a touch. Now back to Mogel. He'll clip it forward left foot. Harris giving chase for Louisville City. He's not going to get to it before Miazga of Cincinnati. Miazga back to the goalkeeper, Can Harris running forward. Can kicks it long. Left, near side, towards uh, Ordonez, the goal scorer. He tries to head it toward a teammate. It's picked up by... Tyler Gibson of Louisville, and now everybody coming forward in white. This has got to be the last chance for Louisville. They're down one to nothing, looking for a tying goal. Clipped forward by Gibson, headed back to Maris, just outside the center circle. Turns to the right, plays it there to Ray Serrano, inside right. 
Deflected by Barrial. Cincinnati comes up with the ball. And now Kubo along the back line. And the referee blows his whistle. That's it. Louisville City's U.S. Open Cup run ends after its second game in the tournament this year. FC Cincinnati, courtesy of an 85th minute goal from Archimedes Ordonez, scores a 1-0 win over their old rivals. And Louisville City goes down in defeat despite a valiant effort. They needed to score in the first half when they had the momentum, and they just couldn't do it. So Cincinnati bringing on their main starting players late in the game, scores late and wins it late. Again, our final one to nothing. Welcome back to TQL Stadium here in Cincinnati, Ohio. It is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Tonight's final score brought to you by the Gorski Law Office. FC Cincinnati 1, Louisville City nothing. Lou City's U.S. Open Cup run ends after a victory over Lexington and it ends in the third round after they made a run to the round of 16 last year they cannot duplicate that effort this season it was a well-played game between these two teams Louisville City with frankly the better first half they had a number of chances namely Cameron Lancaster with a couple of really glorious opportunities to score he couldn't put them away Louisville City couldn't put them away and with the game lingering on at a 0-0 scoreline late. FC Cincinnati brought in many of their regular starting players who they got a rest from the start in this one. Names like Luciano Acosta, Alvaro Barrial, Brandon Vasquez, and it was Acosta and Barrial combining to serve in a great ball that Ordonez, one of the youngsters who started this game, put away in the late stages to give Cincinnati a 1-0 victory and they will advance on to the round of 32 in this U.S. Open Cup. I'm Jeff Milby. Casey Whitfield is alongside. Thanks to you for joining us. It's been a fun night, an enjoyable broadcast as well. Uh, But Casey Whitfield, a tough one to swallow for Louisville City because of how well they played in the first half. It just felt like the kind of game where you could not live to waste chances. And Louisville City... Being, to call them wasteful would be harsh, but they didn't take their opportunities when they were there, and then the cream rose to the top. The MLS quality of Cincinnati showed late, and they took a late winner. Yeah, I mean, you expected goals. You have a higher number in expected goals with 1.06, whereas Cincinnati's just .92, and then you look at the shots. Global City had 15 shots that game, but only five of them on target were on the reverse side. Cincinnati had seven shots with four of them on target. So it just goes to show that, you know, you you have to make the opportunities, the chances you do create count, and you have to get those shots on target because you, you're not going to win games by possession. You out-possess Cincinnati, yes, and I think the effort was way better than what Cincinnati gave but it just comes down to capitalizing on those opportunities, and that's something that Louisville City has been struggling with as of late. We should mention, by the way, tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match. For reference, whenever Louisville City plays in about the 75th minute of their game, you can head to their Twitter account, twitter.com slash City, and you can vote on who the man of the match should be. And tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match was Sean Tosh of Louisville City, and I think Casey a very deserved award. He had as good of a game as I can remember him having in quite a long time. Not to say he's 
normally not good. Uh, he normally is a very good player. He's a US all, uh, USL All-League defender, um, but he was phenomenal tonight. He blocked an opportunity for Ordonez in the first half after Ordonez rounded Kyle Morton, denied him an opening goal inside the opening seven minutes. He came in time and time and time again with interceptions, with deflections, winning the ball off the feet of opponents. I thought he was immense tonight, and in a losing effort, it was a valiant effort from Louisville City and particularly from Sean Tosh. Yeah, I think Sean Tosh really was spectacular tonight. And like you said, it's not like he hasn't had really great games previously. It's just this one... He had a different aura about him. He had like a little chip on his shoulder. The way he carried himself on the field just looked different tonight than it has previously. And he had a little bit of a swagger about him. A little unfortunate that it didn't go his way. But I, th- I think overall, he was one of the best players on the field tonight. You mentioned the some of the statistics. Let's go through them fully here. Um, and in a lot of ways, they show that Louisville City uh, maybe had the better game, you could argue. Uh, They certainly had the better first half, and they had their moments in the second half as well. 54% possession for Louisville City. They outpossess FC Cincinnati of Major League Soccer. They also outshoot them. 15 shots for Louisville, 7 for FC Cincinnati. Five shots on target, all saved by Alec Can, the goalkeeper for Cincinnati. Just four shots on target for the hosts, FC Cincinnati, tonight. Uh, In terms of corner kicks, Louisville City with two. FC Cincinnati outdid them there with four. And in terms of fouls, it was 11 to 8. 11 fouls called against FC Cincinnati, 8 fouls called against Louisville City. And as you mentioned, the expected goal statistic, it's one of these advanced numbers. New Age Analytics produces the expected goals number. It takes into account where your shots come from, the quality of the chances you're able to generate. And on the expected goals number, Louisville City has a higher number, 1.06 to 0.92 for FC Cincinnati, so Louisville City had more good quality chances than FC Cincinnati did, but as you said, Casey, and as is often a phrase you can use in soccer, it's not about the number of chances, it's not about the quality of chances, it's about the number of chances you take, and Cincinnati took their chance when they had it, uh, and they score one late to defeat Louisville City one to nothing. Yeah, so I, I think that's what is just so upsetting about it, like, I, I think that was a great game, but I, and I ex- Coming into the game, I did not expect Louisville City to win, and I don't think many people did. I hoped that they won, but after the performance they put together, you kind of started to believe that, yeah, they've got this. They can do it, and they absolutely had it. They had their opportunities. They had their chances. They had the moment to put the game away, and so to lose this one after the way that they played, the performance they put out there just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, it really does. It does like, kind of suck. I don't really know That's how exactly else to put right. it. It just kind of sucks. <laughs> It it is it is a deflating one a little bit for Louisville City because the game was right there. It was right there. They could have pulled off the upset tonight. They could have pulled off the cup set, if you will. Um, I mean, put one or two of those chances away in the first half, and it's a completely different game in the second half. Certainly you'd expect Cincinnati to still bring on their big-name players late like they did, but if you put them down... It makes it that much harder for them to, they to have really to score that many the, more goals. To I win. mean, it makes it yeah. that simple, right? I mean, exactly. It's, it's not the most impressive analysis for me, but it, it, it's valid. I mean, if Louisville City had taken their chances, it's a completely different game because they were the better team in the first half. But that's the story in these games. When you're on the road, you're the underdog. If you have a spell of play where you're the better team, you've got to capitalize. You've got to put it in the back of the net. You've got to score. Uh, because you know that the MLS team will be coming in the second half, and Louisville City was able, unable to do that in the first half, and Cincinnati came in the second half, and courtesy of Archimedes Ordonez in the 85th minute, 
They score a one to nothing victory. We will come back and continue to talk about it. We will also look ahead. They're back to league action on Saturday. Memphis on the road for Louisville City to round out this three-game road trip. We'll talk about that game when we return on this Kentucky office of highway safety post-game wrap-up. Again, the final tonight, FC Cincinnati 1, Louisville City nothing. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN Louisville. In favor of Cincinnati here at TQL Stadium. Let's step aside. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap-up to come after this break. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. Welcome back. This is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show here on ESPN 680 and 105.7 as well as the ESPN Louisville app. We will next speak to you, or at least I will next speak to you. Casey will not. She'll be uh, away on Saturday night. Uh, when Louisville City heads down to Tennessee, they face Memphis 901 Saturday night. That is an 8 o'clock kickoff. We will have our coverage beginning as we typically do, 15 minutes ahead of the game at 745. And, oh, by the way, Soccer City coming up tomorrow night, 6 o'clock here on these same stations, ESPN 680-1057. We will talk about this game, me and Benton Newman. We'll also look ahead to racing Louisville's game against O.L. Reign. And we will have a terrific guest, Lauren Millay of Racing Louisville, will call into the show to chat with us. Again, that's tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. But Louisville City on the road, Saturday night, 8 o'clock at Memphis 901. It's a Memphis team that has struggled to begin their season just one win. But Casey Whitfield, they have two games in hand on the rest of the conference. They've played just five games, where most teams in the East have played seven. So those five points that they are on, on one win and two ties, could quickly turn into, say, 11 points if they win both games. And if they do that, they would be in the top four of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, so, I mean, it looks like they've had a struggling start. They're sitting eighth right now, you know, only five points. But you got to look at the, the games that they've played because that's a big factor, and, and they have played less games. And, and we know how quickly things can change within the USL because of how – diverse the talent is and you know how tough the league is and so memphis is definitely not a team to sleep on i think danny cruz did well rotating some players in this match resting players when needed to be able to make sure that he could put forth a strong lineup on saturday because he's going to have to have a strong lineup every single game counts and we learned that last year when we were fighting to get first place overall and it came down to a matter of points here and there and it's because in the first few games we dropped points where we shouldn't have and so this is that's where we're at now we have to make sure that we take care of any opportunity that we get we put the points we put the games away get the points that we need and it starts saturday with memphis tonight's game is a game you want if you're louisville city it's an opportunity to impress against an mls team the u.s open cup while a valuable tournament is more of a bonus kind of tournament if you want to look at it that way saturday's game is a game you need if you're louisville city uh, as you try and pursue your third league championship. As you mentioned, Danny Cruz preseason, the goal for this team is to get as many points as possible because they feel like if they had had the highest number of points last season, they would have hosted the USL championship final. They feel like they would have won it. Instead, they were on the road because San Antonio had amassed more points, the only team in the league that did, but they had gotten more points in the regular season standing, so they had to travel to Texas, ultimately lose that game. So you need the three points Saturday um, and Memphis is a very difficult team to play. We saw it last year, two games in which Louisville played Memphis. Both were wild games. We had red cards. We had fights in both games. Philip Goodrum, he remains with that team. He's one of the leaders offensively for them. He's just a, a pesky little thorn-in-your-side kind of player. He's a great villain 
uh, for Memphis. If you're a Louisville fan, uh, I'm sure the Memphis fans love to have him. But it's a, it's a game Saturday that in the, in the scheme of the season, you got to get over this loss tonight quickly and refocus on your league efforts because you need those three points. Well, and Lynn Family Stadium is such a special place to play. And so you have to make sure that you do everything in your power to make sure that when all is said and done, when it comes down to it at the end, that's where you're playing, that's where you're lifting the trophy. And so you have to take care of business this week. And Memphis is going to be a tough game. Like you said, they've got those pesky players. And as you're sitting there talking about it, I'm like having flashbacks of calling those games and just – in shock about what was happening on the field because at some points it looked like a rugby match. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> it's it's going to be a battle. And, yes, you have to put this game behind you, but there's so much positives that can be taken from this game. And so instead of focusing on the results, focus on all the good things that you did in this game and use that to help drive you in your next game. Again, it is a new head coach, though, for Memphis, Stephen Glass, who comes over from the Atlanta United system. Uh, where he served as head coach of Atlanta United too. He actually went over to Scotland for a time, coached Aberdeen in the Scottish Premier League, but he returns to uh, the United States, and he's now the new head coach of Memphis after their previous coach, Ben Pierman, the USL Coach of the Year last year, left for Charleston in the offseason. So that game coming up Saturday night, 8 o'clock. You can hear our coverage beginning at 745 here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville App. Racing Louisville at home on Saturday night, 7.30 against OL Rain. Beautiful weather on expected on hand at Lynn Family Stadium to watch some of the premier, premier players in the world, namely Megan Rapino and Rose Lavelle of both Team USA and OL Rain. They will be coming to town to play at Lynn Family Stadium. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets is the place to go to get your seats. Very affordable prices, very affordable packages, or if you like a phone call, 502 L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. That'll do it for us tonight. Uh, It was a fun one, an entertaining game. It ultimately turned out to be a thriller late on, but Louisville City could not do enough to win it. They come up with a 1-0 loss to FC Cincinnati. This is the end of Louisville City's U.S. Open Cup run here in the 2023 season. This has been the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap. We will talk to you tomorrow night for soccer city and saturday night for Lou city at memphis for casey for everybody i'm jeff thanks so much for joining us and good night from cincinnati